0: That's not going to get you laid. It's going to get you thrown in jail.
1: Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. It's
0: Sunday, November fourteenth, two 2010. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination, Episode 252.
1: This is No Agenda.
0: Your support at work. Coming to you from the brand new Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center in Gitmo Nation West in the People's Republic of Southern California. In the morning, I'm Adam Curry. And from the redesigned Buzz Hill
2: Bunker in Northern Silicon Valley, where everyone is rich except me, I'm
0: John C. Dvorak. It's
3: crackpot and Buzzkill in the morning.
0: Really, the Buzz Hill Bunker, huh? I said Buzzkill, didn't oh, I? Oh, it sounded like Buzz Hill to me. Well, maybe I mumbled. <laughs> okay, it's the Buzz Hill Bunker. <laughs> it's a new one. We got the Buzz Hill Bunker, everybody. Hey, John, in the morning to you. In the morning to you and in the morning to all the ships at sea. And And, all boots on the ground. Yeah, all boots on the ground. Here comes the train. Can you hear it? No, couldn't really hear it. Hey, my timer's not working. Oh, that's a bummer. I need to... ah. Well, that's really strange. Hold on a second. Let me just get that going. Ah, the first bug is already in. (laughs) Yeah, this is your new new lash-up. Yeah. Oh, and also in the morning to all the human resources in the chat room at noagendachat.net. Bat signal has been initiated, and we are live all around Gitmo Nation. Um, and I am indeed coming to you from the brand new Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center. Pictures to follow after I clean up all the crap. I was up until uh, 2 this morning. 2? Oh, yeah. And well, then
2: you don't have enough sleep to no, do the show. No,
0: I, I'm, I'm actually unfit for uh, my program duties. I have to. I, I, I'm, I'm not fit for service sir but if you'll have me i'll i'll do this one for the gipper yeah well <clears throat> i don't think there's any rules against it well no it's uh went out yesterday at uh, one o'clock went to uh, fries and uh and got the all the new equipment and everything and of course spent most of the time putting the desk together which actually said easy and ready to assemble well it was it was easy to walk out with it <laughs> and you know fr- fuck fries i 'm sorry for dropping the f bomb so early in the morning, but it does it irritates me so you, you know you get a sales associate, which we had a great one by the way, and then you know she writes everything up on her terminal, and so she you know gets all the numbers and everything, which is great you know she 'll get the the credit for it she gets the uh, the the commission. And then you go uh, to the checkout, and then they have to go through every single item, look at, rescan things, you know, check off the whole list. And then you paid, it's yours, it is now my property. And then at the door, there's another douchebag, a a, a customer, a courtesy customer representative, his badge tag said, Brian Douchebag. And then he's got to check off the whole list. I mean, I literally walked like 40 feet. To the door, in case you stole some candy on the way by. It's it's, it's a very, very annoying.
2: Yeah, yeah, they used to do that at Comp USA, and they do that at Costco. But at Costco, it's kind of a long haul, and the way this place is set up, it's easy to steal stuff. <laughs> you're, you're reliably informed. Well, you can tell. <laughs> Although, I think they have cameras all over the place, I'm not sure. I've never of, tried of to steal they anything. Of course
0: they've got cameras, it's just like, oh, please... Check. You know what's going to happen next? Naked body scanner. Excuse I think me. they should have them now. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> what's going on in
2: Germany? Yeah, they
0: have mandatory naked body scanners. No, no.
2: Yeah, well, go take
0: a look at the blog and
2: check out the first video that's up oh, there.
0: Oh, you mean the uh, the pirate party who uh, is walking around naked? <laughs> yeah, walking around naked around the terminal. And you know what? And and I applaud the pirate party not only for doing this, but I applaud them for having kind of like a hot chick doing it.
2: Yeah, the, there's a hot chicken there. And now, are they walking around naked? Actually, they keep their well, underwear They have their underwear on, yeah. But they're wandering around the airport. Uh, by the way, you can go to vark.org slash blog to see the video. Uh, they are—they've uh, got messages
0: written all over themselves in, in magic marker. <laughs> yeah, like so, hot, like, hot stuff you. here. No, and, no, I think I think uh, it's like more good stuff here. Arrow down to her panties. Yeah, you know? right. That's another one. Yeah. There's a bunch of different things. It reminds me of these. I think they've
2: banned it, but if you would like to watch boxing, a few years back, these boxers, for extra money, would be putting these these .dot com websites on their bodies, scraped on with a magic marker. Of course it's sweated off within two or three rounds. But um, I you know, it's just that's what these guys should be doing. They should must well have a few sponsors.
0: Yeah, it's a good idea. Hey John, let's yeah. uh, let's let's roll out the national anthem for a moment. It's thirty seconds and everyone really loves it. Do you mind? Go ahead. Because it really should become a staple you want of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, no kazoo. Please rise <laughs> for your Gitmo Nation National Anthem. In the morning, get mo Nation, we are all charged up to be Human
3: resources and servants in all lands and all ships at sea From the east to west,
4: down
1: under to the lowlands and beyond We are ha- and distracted
0: slaves, hear our song in the morning. All right, everyone in the
2: Thanks, chat Thanks, kids. Yeah. So uh, we want to thank some of the producers who, uh, we have an executive producer and a couple associates this week that who, who helped fund the national anthem and the show. As yes, absolutely. So let's uh, do that real quick before we get on with some of the topics. Uh, Gavin Warren in Tourac, Victoria Australia gave us 456.78. Wow. He's looking for both a layaway knighthood and karma. You want to give him some karma? Yeah, absolutely. Hold on a second. We have karma here.
5: You've got karma.
2: He has a gimmick. He says he's going to he's going to get a knighthood but he's going to do the remaining 5 Four three dot two one, yeah. which is interesting. If you take these, uh, I didn't know you could put those two numbers together, and you get nine, nine You get almost you get nine 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 dot nine nine.
0: So we might as well throw in an extra for the nine or niner. Is that what you're he saying? He wants
2: you to throw the penny in, and we'll do that. Of I, uh, he has a no agenda business card printed and a t shirt. He's a private investigator, and the show keeps him sane, informed and undistracted when performing surveillance duty, which is what these <laughs> what? Poor, poor bastards do.
3: <laughs> undistracted. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> OK, he's going out with that
2: chick, Let's tell the wife. That's Gavin Warren, uh, and is pronounced "to rack. Is the name of the town Gitmo Nation down oh, under? Good, yeah. There you so we go. have an Australian, an Aussie down under. That's produ- uh, executive producer this week, Sean Connolly. Wait a minute.
0: Also, or associate?
2: No, he is the the
0: executive producer. Well, what is Gar- Gavin then? Gavin is the executive producer. That's who it is. Right, but then you say the then we have an Aussie, or is that the? No, Aussie? he is the Aussie. He is the, so that's it.
2: Yeah, he's the executive producer, but we have two associates. Thank you.
0: That's what I was looking for.
2: See, this is what I said earlier. You have three monitors now, and you're looking up recipes. (laughs) I'm not looking (laughs) up. Not paying attention.
0: Actually, uh, something very annoying has happened on my laptop, which is, uh, you know, which is like the what I used to run the show on, and now I have the spreadsheet on it. Yeah, Uh, it's like the screen is frozen, so it's the laptop is unhappy with you. Yeah, the laptop. Well, the, the laptop is on the outs. Did that, uh-oh. It's going to do something bad now. <laughs> We don't need it except it's got the spreadsheet on it, so I just can't look at the spreadsheet. So
2: Sean Connolly, Sir Sean Connolly, as a matter of fact, Naperville, Illinois, $200. Looking for a little karma. Give him a karma. He's got the 200 in. Yeah, I would love to.
5: You've got karma. He
2: thinks, thinks the show's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Arthur, Ke- and the show is awesome. Arthur Kessler, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, $200 in the morning. John Natam. I was once a, once a douchebag, but donating to the show has made me realize that I need a de douching. Well, we
0: can handle that.
6: <laughs> You've been de douched.
2: Uh, Git- he calls himself Gitmo Nation Maple Syrup. That's an interesting approach. <laughs> Love the show and opt out slaves. Yeah. So we want to thank our executive producers for this today's show.
0: Yes, thank you very much. Uh, it's funny because the the spreadsheet. It's good because the spreadsheet is stuck on like row ten, uh, and I'm like, oh man, we got like no no support. This <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: see what is row ten.
0: Yeah, we'll say double nickels on the dime from Sean uh, McGrath. Yeah, from um, uh, yeah. Hewitt, uh, Everett. Okay, a uh, a couple of PR mentions. A lot going on today, John. Uh, oh, good. First of all, we have uh, from noagendarecords.com. dot and these links will be in the show notes, noagendashow.com. Uh, the GX2 No Agenda in the Morning Christmas album is out. Uh, so we'd like you to go there and, uh, and grab a copy of that uh, portion of the proceeds, if not all, actually. I'm not sure what that is, but certainly a portion uh, goes to uh, support the show. And uh, a big shout-out to GX2, of course, and uh, Mr. Oil, who are uh, uh, pioneering that effort. So, And you should see the, uh, the album cover, John. It's great. wait wait a minute gx2 has done a christmas album yeah it's the no agenda in the morning christmas album that should be interesting and uh well it's it's got all kinds of like all-seeing eye and the illuminati side it's it's real it's all your cheery christmas messages (laughs) exactly (laughs) all in one little package It's really funny. NoagendaRecords.com. Then we have a new initiative, uh, which actually we've been asked to provide voice samples for. Uh, It's noagendaip.com. And, of course, if you want to know your IP address, uh, all you do is go to noagendaip.com. I shall uh, demonstrate this for a moment. And we have to send in our voice samples, uh, John. It's actually quite simple. We only have to each count from... uh, Zero, when to ten, when zero to, yeah, yeah. Right, zero to nine. to, yeah. Hold on a second as uh, it's In lo- the morning, here's your IP address, slave. <laughs> <laughs> it literally says, here's your IP address, slave. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it reads your IP address, and there's a donate button down below. Now, he just asked if, if, if we would just... Uh, Do the uh, do the numbers on the show because we'll we'll never get it together for after the show. (laughs) We're we're hopeless. Okay, so uh, I'll do the number, then you do the number. Okay, ready? Okay, zero. Yeah. Zero. You're supposed to do the the next number. We'll do it. uh, Why don't you just do your whole nine? uh, uh, We can't, can't coordinate that. Okay. First of all, here's your IP address, slave. Zero, one, two, three, four. Five six seven eight niner Okay your turn
2: Here's your IP address slave zero one two three four five six seven eight nine Wow are we good or what? Yeah I didn't make a mistake It's <laughs> amazing.
0: We are really really good ah! Oops, didn't mean to hit that one. I don't know, it just went off. Uh. What's going on? Then we have... All right, so let's take a look. Wait, 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 wait. a couple more. There's a lot going on, I told you. Oh, you got more guys that are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy the Kid, Nancy Allen uh, have put together NoAgendaMug.com. This is a site that offers laser uh, engraved items with No Agenda sayings, memes, and logos. And a portion of the proceeds will go to the show. So they started with uh, mugs at noagendamug.com. Very happy about that. Um, we have uh, Sebastian from Geo Nation Lowlands. He says, I've got an idea how to promote the show. I've been uh, sharing an iTunes playlist with No Agenda Podcast on a huge network. You know that works, John, with the iTunes. You can share your library, and anyone else who opens up iTunes on the network will actually see that library listed as available in there on the left-hand side. You don't use iTunes, so you probably don't know about that. Go on. Okay. Um, so, he's, it's, so this is a very good idea. So he um, he actually has his shared library name, which is noagenda.com. Listen to this, it says. And so they can, stream, <laughs> they can stream shows right from his computer. He's doing it on really big networks. So I think that's a great idea. He'll soon be moving to a Gitmo Nation Blood Diamond. We wish him lots of luck with that. And uh, then finally, we have a brand new No Agenda iPhone app. It's No Agenda Sounds. You can also uh, so this is in the uh, in the App Store, um, and we shall uh, uh, put that in the uh, show notes. noagendashow.com. dot com. What's cool about it? There's uh, virtual uh, No Agenda coins inside the app, which you can purchase internally from ninety nine cents to nineteen ninety nine. It's known as an in purchase uh in-app purchase and uh provides the buyer with an image of a of a a no agenda coin that can be sent to friends for a virtual challenge uh and has a great uh, sound bites uh all kinds of good stuff so uh, we'll put that in the links that rock as well and uh looks like another great iphone app that is out there so thanks to gavin warren uh executive producer for episode 252 and our associate executive producers Sir Sean Connolly and Arthur Kessler Uh, you guys, uh, you should know the drill by now, but this is a a very real credit and uh, unlike Hollywood, if you want us to vouch for you, we'll be there, not a problem all the rest of you out there, you've got to do something very important, which is go out and propagate our formula our
1: formula is this we go out we hit people in the mouth (laughs)
0: And I I might add that a lot of people are talking about getting uh, dosimeter, no agenda, dosimeter badges uh, that would also be uh, sold and uh, you could then wear through the naked body scanner once. And apparently yeah. a lot of people uh, are looking what, at that. What yeah. <laughs> see what you get. Yeah. See what you get.
2: Hey, by the way, so we got a bunch of letters saying, you know, it was a mistake to tell people to, to lie and you know, get some poor bastard in trouble at the TSA. And uh, we don't think anyone's going to do that anyway. But the, I do have an idea uh, uh, for people who go through the uh, system and want to uh, stir
0: up some stuff. Okay. Lay it on.
2: Uh, First of all, get the UCSF paper on the dose on the uh, naked body scanner, which yeah, is which, available,
0: which we had in the show notes. Uh, go look at we'll two fifty one. Put it in again.
2: Yeah, yeah. anyone yeah. who wants it. I have. A, I know where it's. It's linked on NPR. You can type, into Google. You can type in UCSF scanner TSA and you'll find it. Um, anyway, take that with you and and hand it over to the uh, when you the TSA guys pull you aside because you're going to opt out. Uh, you will. Uh, take this and show them that this document, and then bring some documents showing that the TSA won't allow their own employees to wear uh, dosimeters. Dosimeters, yeah. And just say to the guy, hey, do you know? Do you have any idea why they won't let you wear dosimeters? <laughs> if I was working around x-ray machines like that big box over there and this
0: new thing, I would want one. Well, this is I, think the- you should, I think you guys should unionize. Well, how cool is it? Isn't, isn't that the, the moment where you hand someone a no-agenda dosimeter?
2: That would be ideal. <laughs> Wouldn't it be
0: cool if, if the TSA <laughs> and $200 were 200 wearing...
2: bucks <laughs> a pop or whatever it is? Are
0: they really that expensive? Oh, that's Well, a you
2: know, the best deal I've seen is from and people can look this up, look up Stanford. I think it's Stanford. Yeah, it,
0: dosimeter. I've got that listed
2: in the show notes. And that actually. is a sixty-nine dollar a month subscription and what? you can send your a subscription?
0: Yeah. What is this thing? Communicate with the with
2: the homeland? No, no, you have to you keep sending the thing back and forth and back and forth. It's like a book
0: club. Oh so you, it doesn't just color up or something. You have to actually send it in and then they have to evaluate it? Yeah, there's a process. Well, that sucks? Uh, that's the way it is
2: with these things, and you know, uh, unless you we probably, I guess, you could bring a, some sort of a device with you, but that'd be very expensive. But we, anyway, what I would do is get the TSA. Uh, just give them a little, little talking to about you know the fact that they can't, they're not wearing dosimeters, and they should give them this paper on this stupid device, and then ask them, uh, you know, why aren't they unionized? How can they put up with this crap? In other words, go in there and and help them.
0: There's also a brand new, no, not brand new, but there's brand new to me. And I have it in the show notes a PDF document, a test performed at 12 TSA checkpoints by the CDC, your very own government. And uh, at, uh, actually, it was at a whole bunch of checkpoints, but they uh, found 12 TSA checkpoints exceeded safe limits of radiation from the CDC. Yeah. No, these guys are these TSA guys are toast are literally
2: they're going to be toast if they don't do something about this. And they better do it fast. So, uh, but they have to be told, I, you know, the way I see it, they, they just essentially uh, uh,
0: they're essentially getting screwed over by their own government. They're really funny because the CDC, you know, they do this report and then they have some recommendations <laughs> what TSA managers can do. Develop a radiation safety program in accordance with the Occupational Safe and Healthy Administration Standard. Yeah, good luck. Provide regular radiation training to baggage screeners. What is radiation training? Run! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Provide regular training on safe work practices to baggage screeners. Improve equipment maintenance. Uh, yeah, that would be the top of my list. Periodically check radiation level from machines. And post these results on each surveyed machine. I mean, this is this is actually the stuff that unions are good at, right? This is the stuff that a union will do for you. But these uh, poor TSA bastards are all going to wind up dead. Yeah, you know, I think th- my understanding
2: is there's a couple of TSA uh, areas in the country where they, they, there is some union representation. Uh, generally speaking, as far as I know, it's not true across the country. And if it is, they've got a crappy union in like the SEIU or something like right, that. The fact exactly. of the matter is the union should be all over this. And they're the only ones who can do it because apparently the, the employees, many of them have complained. We've got letters about this, that, that yeah. they would like to wear a dosimeter. One of them is apparently puts one in his pocket because they, they won't let him wear one because you know, it's going to freak out the customers. You know, hell with them. In other words, the TSA guys can go to hell yeah. as long as the customers aren't freaked out by a bunch of guys wearing TSA dosimeters or right. you know or radiation dosimeters, uh, because the public would be upset and they would and they rightly so. Yeah, and the whole thing is a mess. This is this is all, and we always have to remember this one thing. You might want to mention this to the guys. Do you realize? You know, it's, tell them this. Do you, you, I hope you realize that. Your old director, your old Homeland Security chief, this Chertoff guys behind these things.
0: Well, now it's interesting you bring that up because uh, there's a number of clips and a couple, actually a couple of interesting things that have taken place. So Chertoff uh, from the Chertoff group, and actually the uh, Washington, uh, I think it's, I think the Washington Post. Let me just check this. The Washington, yeah, it was the Washington Post. Actually, wrote about the fact that Chertoff was hawking these things. Not, not, you know, not even a year after he left as Secretary of Homeland Security, and he, you know, immediately had the Chertoff Group was advising all of these machines. And guess who just joined the Chertoff Group, John? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be hilarious. Yes, Ooh. the former Home Secretary of the United Kingdom, John oh, Reed really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh they're gonna have a lot of machines over there yeah <laughs> but the funny thing is uh listen i have a little clip here um so he just joined they just sent out the press release and he left um not too long ago but but one i guess he just joined in the past week 10 days ago he's on the bbc with
7: this the question we'll be addressing later on in the program for the time being david loin thank you very much john reed lord reed is the former home secretary was a strong proponent of Beefing up security is now chairman of the Institute for Security and Resilience Studies at University College London, and he's on
0: the line. Good morning to you. See, this is this was a little transition thing, right? First, you got to go to the University of London, and then you join the Chertoff group. Yeah, get some credentials. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and it's like five minutes. I'm just going to play the beginning because that's where it gets fun. Good morning to you. What just... do you make of yesterday's events?
7: Well, in itself, it's obviously a, a very serious incident or series of incidents. But I think there's a secondary uh, consequence behind it because it's an awful, terrible reminder that this threat is a continuing one and uh, I hope that that is taken on board by everybody concerned. It's only a few days ago uh, since we were getting suggestions inside and a response in, uh, in government uh, from suggestions outside of government that we might review downwards our security airports. And I said at that time, two or three days ago, that i thought this was at best misplaced and it was dangerous and no one paid a lot of attention then but in the
0: oh, because i actually had the memo about it happening remember that he came out like uh, the, the, it was a, the airline guy said stop this bullcrap security theater in the uk and then boom two days later like uk security all kinds of problems with the toner and then, uh, so this guy's like, oh, I told you so. We told you so about this.
7: Each of these things, when we get an incident like this, then of course that is highlighted again. And I think As, the, main, I, the main thing out of this is to remember that we must sustain that vigilance even when there are no such incidents because <laughs> the threat continues.
0: We must sustain that kind of vigilance even when there's no threat. We must
2: be vigilant. Yeah, sell more products so I can have more money, so I can retire to a nice place out in uh, the middle of nowhere, Britain.
0: Uh, Unbelievable. There's actually more uh, from the Washington Examiner. If you just wanted, and, and this is... So this is a worldwide problem, and it doesn't just happen with. And by the way, these body scanners—what are they like? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars a pop? I mean, this is well—that's a good question. You know, I was thinking about
2: that the other day, and I didn't look it up. Well, I'm sure that
0: well, and that's just the the sale. Forget about the maintenance contracts. Oh, maintenance contracts have got to be outrageous. So uh, this is from the Washington Examiner. Uh, many experts and critics suspe- suspected that the full-body naked scanners are now using that meme, which is good. Recently deployed at U.S. airports. Do little to make us more secure, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so here's some other people. Now, of course, we have RapidScan. We have L3 Communications, major contractor with the Department of Homeland Security. L3 deploys uh, three different lobbying firms, including Park Strategies. And let's see who's there. Former Senator Al D'Amato from New York. Um, of course, in the uh, uh, George Bush one administration, um, he appointed Damato to president to the president's Commission on Aviation Security and Terrorism. So now he's uh, a consultant to the lobbying firm. Uh, one hundred and sixty-five million dollars for uh, L three RapidScan. They have a hundred and seventy-three million dollar contract. Their lobbyists include Susan Carr, former senior legislative aide to David Price, chairman of Homeland Security Subcommittee. (sighs) Then we have um, uh, early TSA contractor for full body scanners. It was American Science and Engineering Company, including uh, their lobbying team includes Tom Blank, former deputy administrator for the TSA. Don't you remember there would be no revolving door, according to Obama? Ah uh, yeah oh geez yeah. It doesn't seem that
2: he get that one right fellow this is beyond the revolving door oh it's, it's this is like basic corruption yes in other words they're putting the public's health at risk with these guys selling equipment that shouldn't even be in these airports and it's ridiculous and, and nobody seems to care I mean that's the weird thing about it is that you know like they said you know some guy opts out opt out. And, uh, you know, the guy, everybody was reporting on opting out. they saying they asked these guys, well, who else is opting out? Nobody they just walked through uh, the is being irradiated. The public's being irradiated. This is a, a x-ray device. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And nobody gives a crap. And the thing that's going on now with all these protests, the, the Congress is out of session. So they don't They're going to hold a hearing and or they, anything. They got, they
0: got private planes. They don't give a crap. They're not. They're not going through anything. It's, like, it's
2: unbelievable. Uh, as soon as I'm telling you, I, my feeling is is the first thing that's going to happen is when a judge's wife gets groped. That's when it begins. But we're going to have to wait. Right. Hey, so uh, this, the, the, the Thanksgiving thing, you're gonna, there's going to be so many stories after the Thanksgiving holidays because of all the people flying around. It's going to – Congress is going to come back and – stupidly they won't even know this is going on we've already got reports that people call their congressmen and
0: that this nobody even knows yeah, it, that people are was, it was a this. senator actually so so of course the way this is moving and this is the unfortunate part is uh, everyone's talking about the the groping the groping the groping but that will actually drive people towards the um uh towards the naked body scanner machine and uh, just uh, two two brief clips which i th- think are kind of uh, interesting by the way I, I had dinner with a very intelligent woman uh actually it was like uh, yeah dinner at soho house which maybe i'll talk about later because i had uh persimmon uh uh pudding bread which was D- actually- D- oops did i lose you john john oh no hello john oh, oh bro. yeah yeah you're back, you're back you're back you're back you're back yeah but i had a punchline in there It was beautiful let me try to <laughs> never mind you want to try the punchline again? I had persimmons bread.
2: Uh, bread no, pudding. no. You, you <laughs> said you had dinner with a, with a very intelligent woman. I said, well, you, I thought you had dinner with
0: Mickey every night. Mickey was there. The, You're not getting the joke. Never mind. I got go the joke. The point was, I would, there's a second part to the sentence. A very intelligent woman, when I was talking, you know, and she's a journalist, and and she likes it when I say,
2: oh, lay some more of
0: your conspiracy theories on me. The Wait atom. a minute.
2: An intelligent woman who's a journalist? Let me write that one down. Yeah,
0: yeah, please do. <laughs> and uh, now she's uh, she's actually pretty damn smart. And, um, and But she loves it when I have my conspiracy theories. She actually tipped me off to a couple things we'll get to later. And then, you know, I started talking about the... Because the, the, she didn't know about the... Enha- a journalist. Didn't know about the enhanced pat-downs. Didn't know the, about these naked body scanners. So, you know, these things you go through that you see yourself naked and you have to put your hands up in the air like a slave. She said, oh, yeah, well, I, I think I've been through one of those. What, so, what is that? I'm like, oh. oh, yeah, yeah. So, what rock have you been under? So, so this is how it's being sold um, in, the, uh, in the mainstream media
3: from x-ray body scanners that can see just about everything to enhanced pat down procedures where almost nothing is off limits some passengers are saying enough is enough
5: it's embarrassing to stand in front of all those people and
3: so now listen very
0: carefully because this is what the reporting is doing it's like it's horrible they're feeling me up they're they're feeling up my 3-year-old daughter there's a whole there's a news anchor guy who had this whole big thing it's yeah, horrible. And I it's, blogged it oh i mean it's a horrible video to see um. So, but it's all about you know. Oh, you really don't want this, so you might as well go through the through the scanner. And of course, in this report, which is from NBC, you've got uh, all the uh, all the nice slaves saying, "Well, you know, as long as uh, I'll go through the naked body scanner." That, uh, General Electric's making money on this. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: it's like getting groped. Even pilots subject to the humiliation and the radiation. The Allied Pilots Association calling on members to decline the enhanced body scanners and request a pat-down in private. It's the cumulative effect of all this radiation that we're taking in that we're just saying, you know, we're we're, we're not going to participate in this. And now a Washington man who calls himself a frequent traveler set up this website, organizing a national opt-out day, the busy day before Thanksgiving, calling on passengers to opt out of enhanced body scans. It's not
4: right.
5: It's like taking our privacy away. It's too
3: far. In a statement, TSA says the new security procedures are necessary. We are frequently reminded that our enemy is creative and willing to go to great lengths <laughs> to evade detection. Yes,
0: <laughs> That was uh, Napolitano uh, met with, uh, with tourist leaders. Uh, the enemy is creative. We have to stay a step ahead every single time. TSA
3: utilizes the latest intelligence to inform the deployment of new technology and procedures oh, yeah. in order to stay ahead of evolving threats. And many passengers say they are willing to sacrifice privacy for security. Yeah. I'd rather
5: be safe than sorry. I think. that's yes. I think.
3: They safe to and do sorry. They need to do to and assure sorry. security, I'm okay with
0: it. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Now, now the funniest one ever, and then we will get off this topic because I think uh, people.
3: I are have one to this po- show.
0: point to make. Let me make it
2: quickly. you make the you point, would not go through the machine in a That's in right. That's uh,
0: right. She she oh she sent some other slave through. Yeah, she knows. Yeah, of course. I get my I get my ass X-rayed. I don't want to have nothing to do with that. Uh uh-uh. uh But then Fox News really, uh, really, really did it for me. They brought it all home, baby.
3: One woman has started a YouTube video, which we're not going to show you, and she talks. We're not
0: going to show you that because you know it's uh, it shows you someone naked, and that's only for the TSA to see. Talks
3: about the way that she's been kind of twisted by the TSA in ways that we're not going to tell you, but you you get the picture without
5: the video. Listen, while people are watching this show, I feel them also running to YouTube and the other website that you mentioned so they can (laughs) check it out. You know, I'm all for safety, but see, this is yet another reason I love the train, Trace.
0: This is yet another reason I'm on the train,
3: Trace. I'm going to take the train. (laughs) But wait, wait, it gets better. She tops it. She tops it. I know you do, Shannon. You're a, you're a big train bus, but sometimes <laughs> you get get, get on plane,
5: right? You got to do it. Maybe yeah. this is why so many of those celebrities and folks out there will only go places on their, you know, tricked-out buses. They don't want to fly. Maybe this is part of it. They don't want to be seen naked.
0: So that's the setup. It's coming soon. We'll have a naked celebrity picture, and then, uh, as we predicted, you know, someone will get fired. It'll be an isolated incident, and don't worry. We've taken care of everything. Go back to your homes and wait for your bracelets to be scanned. Everything is fine.
2: Well... I tell you the truth in that the report you just made, the only thing that concerns me, uh, because I think we, we have beaten this to death as best we can, uh, to no avail. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, to you, no the fact avail. that we have a woman, this, this intelligent woman that you're talking about, this journalist, who doesn't even know this is going on and she's walking through equipment and being scanned naked and she doesn't even know it. But
0: I I think my point is that... It's unbelievable to me. I think my point is that the people who don't listen to programs like the No Agenda show and who aren't aware of their world and their surroundings, even people who are educated, intelligent, and should know better, we've been trained. It's Pavlovian. It's like, oh, there's a line for something. I I watched it at Oakland. You know, people just shuffle through. What is this? Hands up. Okay, all right. They're not thinking People are just asleep. It's they're zombies. They're total zombies. And I think this 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 friend of ours actually recognized. Oh crap! I'm a freaking zombie. She said, "Yeah." yeah we'll and see. by the way, you know, with that butt, you may not want to be going through the scanner. <laughs> I, I did not <laughs> she Hopefully, she's not listening. I sure. It, it slapped. it's a it's not a big one. It's just she has the wrong jeans on, you know, so you can have the wrong jeans. yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know can have the wrong jeans. That on. That remind just- you know, this last week's
2: uh, thirty rock, they had uh, Tina Fey, and she found some great jeans that made her butt butt look great. And of course, you could see the clips wasn't her butt.. <laughs> right. And so at the very end of the credits because I just I actually stopped the credit I slowed the credit roll down because I knew they had <laughs> to do this, Tina Faye, and butt. there it was.
3: <laughs> Tina butt <laughs> fe-
0: double <laughs> Tina Fey's butt played by. just one more very disturbing thing Uh, i got a note from uh producer chris who works in uh uh, general aviation uh with helicopters and um he had a um, uh a eurocopter 135 uh electronic master box went out and these are very expensive things, They're like $40,000, but, you know, it's basically, it's a, it's a metal box and it has all the circuitry in it. So he actually flew up to Teterboro, and he's in Florida. This is what, you know, this is how the the avi- general aviation industry works. So he flew up there, and he checked the box in his check baggage, and, uh, you know, he goes to install this box. The TSA had not just opened the package that contained the box, they had opened the box, and they had, what's the matter, babe? Mickey's like it's the jeans it was the jeans she's not listening I hope she's not (laughs) Mickey's like oh no you didn't (laughs) are you still there John yeah, yeah, get back to the store. <laughs> All right. So they opened not only the, the package, but also they unscrewed this electric, electrical master box, and they closed it up, jamming the internal connector, actually breaking some of the circuitry. This guy, luckily he checked it because you know this could have been a major catastrophe with a helicopter. And what is the TSA doing opening certified aircraft parts? They're certified for a reason. You can't just go messing with that. And, and so now this it's a forty two thousand box, it's broken, and the guy's uh, you know, of course he has to sue the TSA for damages, but what are and they? They'll thinking? never win that suit. But isn't that crazy that they're now opening up certified airline parts? I mean what, because oh it looked like it had a cell phone in there. Oh, that could be Al Qaeda on the Arabian Peninsula. You know,
2: this is That's that's an incredible story. Uh, that was that covered in the news media any, anywhere? No, now?
0: but he he didn't. Uh, I don't think he's making a big deal of it. I think he just kept it for us. He just want, but you know, he may have to if uh, if the T.S. they're not going to cough up any money. Then he, make gonna, then, he, then he should make a big stink about it. But you know, yeah. it's like a private aviation people. Are like, who cares? Some rich fucker falls out of the sky. Yeah, that's about it for yeah. General aviation is always you know they're always trying to screw them. And then and we do have to say there's this big story about the guy who recorded his opt-out in San Diego. Did you get this story emailed to you?
2: Yeah, I actually blogged it. I think I, blogged, I may or may not have blogged it, but I did definitely t- retweet it so everyone has seen it. And it's the guy who recorded his, uh, his whole uh, situation. But, I, you know, I'm thinking, because it, it was a video.
0: Yeah. And, and I and all I know is I, every time I've ever
2: pulled a camera anywhere out near well, the, TSA. Well, the
0: videos are. It's more like audio because you know he has kind of it in his hand. And you can't really see anything, so it's more yeah, the audio. Yeah, he's Got some video, but the whole point is, he said, "Look, you can't feel me up. I'm not going to go through the body scanner." They said, "Well, then you have to leave." And then he left, and they said, "Well, you can't leave the air the uh, airfield because you have implied your consent." by purchasing a ticket and we're going to sue you for 10 the penalty is $10,000 in civil court. Which is like what? What are these people talking about? And I will say there is a lot of this implied consent I've been reading up on it, John. It's pretty frightening. Implied yeah, but, was it, no, but yeah, but it's bogus. It's the same. implied
2: consent has some logic to it. You're not implying, you're not giving
0: consent implied or Have otherwise. Have you ever read the small print on a ticket that you buy? I'll bet you there's something in there. Oh, this is
2: like, this is typical. This is just like those licensing agreements that you get when you buy software. Yeah, but I think that's what we're talking about. Why didn't the
0: judges in this country crack down on this bull I think that the Supreme Court actually ruled on implied consent. This is the whole point. Yeah, they did, but it it wasn't about anything going on today. That's an old case. Yeah, that's like saying the Constitution was written for old, old times. You know? implied
2: consent yeah hey what well, do i think we should do what the
0: germans are doing walk around naked yeah anyway melissa strip from- down to your underwear everybody and just walk through melissa from dallas says my husband loves the show i wanted to let you know that our new role play in the bedroom is him as a TSA guy patting me the, the passenger down it's kind of nice <laughs> <laughs> new role-playing game, TSA, thanks, TSA Melissa. passenger role-playing game. I, I like. Thanks, Melissa. I, I, when I read that, where's your
2: th- badge? You should be wearing a badge to make it official. And I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I don't see, see it's not real enough.
0: When I read that at two this morning, I was like, I'm smiling. Like, thank you. I, I just got a visual. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like the guy's got uh, his earbuds in, listening to No Agenda, feeling up his wife. I'm going I'm not gonna use the back of my hand now. <laughs> you have implied consent, bitch. Come on. slave. Wow, 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 wow. So I so just
2: kind of on the same theme, I got a couple of clips I wanna drop. Yeah. Um uh, the, this last week, uh, this last week, say, people should go watch this show because it's like wow, this is a weird show. That and it should still be playing probably for the next
0: few days, which is the Bill Maher show. Uh, I try to avoid it. It's it's outrageous how how nutty he's gone. Michael Moore was
2: on the show. Yeah, I'm- and talk about a guy who's outrageous. I mean, this guy is completely lost. It. I want to play – got a couple Michael Moore clips. What I was – and I, these clips are incidental because I recorded the show last night because I, I knew about this thing. They went on about this trains thing. They had a trains good, planes bad moment, which it, for some reason I couldn't find, so I got a different clip. Should we do the jingle thought, or the – No, no, this is not the planes thing. I'm just going to okay. mention that oh, they, okay. they talked about it, and it was like Michael Moore took a, plane, a train ride from New Orleans to New York. And it was Awesome. It was awesome. It was two days, even though the bed had bed bugs. (laughs) Two days. (laughs) Two days. And they're all going on and on about the bullet train. It's awesome. And they they obviously don't get it. They don't, you know, they're always, you know, these guys are traveling back and forth from New York to Hollywood on an airplane, and they're thinking that someone's going to take the train. And they think it's because you're going to save so much time because all the hassle you have at the airport and people out there, we should have a when we do our primer, we got to put this one in it, which is uh, when you get into an argument with somebody out there, our listeners about to say, look, one guy walks into one of these high speed trains with a bomb and blows a train, up, which will make the biggest mess in the world, much worse than an airplane. They're going to put the same security measures in at these train they're stations. No, so they
0: oh, please, they're not even going to wait for that. It's it's going to start before that. You watch that. I,
2: I agree with that. I agree with that. But I'm talking about for the sake of argument, for the sake of argument. Yeah. Because, you know, you can say that because we know it's true. But if you're going to be arguing the point, you're going to have to. You're okay, to, have to have you gotta,
0: all right. Yeah, good point. Good point. At the cocktail Anyways, party, it, we have to have a good argument. Yeah, they're going to have
2: these damn think because the whole idea is to sell more of these machines. If they have to blow up one of these trains themselves, if Chertoff has to put a bomb I on a train. I wouldn't
0: mind a hundred and seventy three million dollar contract. How about you, John? Wouldn't you oh, I could use a hundred and seventy three million dollar contract Yeah, I, I to do what?
2: It. Get hookers and blow. To obviously just tell people what to, to buy more of these stupid machines because Actually, it's this, not this, just uh, the government
0: contracts once it's it's like accepted policy and everyone's used to it which will be soon then yeah. it'll be every bank it'll be it'll be the grocery store everywhere you every movie theater every uh, concert venue every sports venue these guys are going to be so rich from selling these machines. And it'll be like, okay, yeah, I guess here we go. I'll walk through, hold my hands up, okay. Terrorism. So, uh,
2: <laughs> so anyway, so there's not going to be any time savings. So that's bogus. So the whole idea that, well, you don't do the hassle of the airport will be the hassle at the train station. And that's the argument you can make. So the, so the time saving is, is nil. And the fact is every time I've priced it out, the train costs more and takes twice as long. So I don't see it. And nobody brings this up on the show. Meanwhile, Michael Moore's on here, and he has two. He has two commentaries. There's one of them, let's play the one. This is the one that's interesting. This is the the mayor, uh, Bill Maher. I'm sorry, and Michael Moore. Now, this is just a little exchange they have on with this Nora Ephron, who seems to be brain dead, and some other woman. And they're going on with a little panel, and they essentially are advocating, because earlier in the show, Bill Maher said the American public are like dogs. They don't understand anything. It's a very insulting commentary. And now they're essentially, if you listen to it between the lines, this is them actually advocating for dictatorship.
5: Let's move where on to was, something important. in The where leadership was down the there president in our own party
2: wouldn't exactly. do anything. Where,
5: why could no. he?
0: Who's the, who's the woman?
2: That was, um, I think that's Nora Ephron
0: whining.
5: Not, there all these I things he know. could have done, he, has he still the power. would have lost. He, he's, he's they the argue that they don't. He
1: can, they argue that they cannot. He, no, he does have the power. He has the power to do so many things without Congress, and he should you know, use that power for the next two years. That's he has
5: what I,
0: What kind of power does he have to do without Congress?
2: What
5: can
1: Executive
2: he do? orders. Right. This asshole is advocating, the, not the fact that the, 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 the presidents over the last 20 years have abused the executive order privilege to an extreme, which is ruining the country, this idiot, and he gets a huge round of applause, by yes. the way, from the oh, audience.
0: Yes, well, that could be the, the applause track, we don't know. No, I,
2: know, I think this was legitimate. It could have been. But whatever the case was, there's a round of applause for this. Essentially, let's turn the president to a dictator because that's what we need in this country. We're never going to have things like global warming solutions and all the rest of it. (laughs) This guy is is essentially this is what happened in, in Italy. Yeah, uh, when Mussolini took uh, right. power,
0: <laughs> right? No, seriously, we, Italy we, was. a we was have not, some history on this. We 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 have some
2: stuff to look at. This has happened before, and this <laughs> is the the attitude that creates it. You have to remember that fascism, when it began in, as a as an intellectual movement in the twenties, was a liberal intellectual movement. It was a big deal. All the everywhere, you know, it's the only way to go because you know people are so stupid that we needed some other system. And you know, the trains are now running on time and the rest of it. And not to mention the you know murdering everybody. But <laughs> finish
0: up. The this showers thing and you'll don't see- work. The showers suck. We need better showers. That's what we So more goes on with this
2: wanting a dictator and then Mar backs him up.
0: <laughs> and you know why it's so disappointing? I thought when we elected a black president, I thought two years in I would be making jokes about what a badass gangster he was. <laughs> Instead of yet another How racial is that? How racial he is He is the worst racist in the world,
2: this guy. Wow.
0: They're in the long line of Democrats like Al Gore, who looks like a wimp, the new caucuses. I mean, it just that we seem to never get past this type of Democrat. I don't understand why. I don't understand why Clinton got all the testosterone in the entire party. <laughs> <laughs> he and Nancy Pelosi.
5: Yeah. Is- you <laughs> know, Clinton
0: yeah. has so much testosterone.
2: What a dick.
0: Anyway.
5: So he goes
2: on, he's, this is again, you know, well, let's just take over the place and let's run it like a dictatorship. By the way, I remember when I was in college uh, at the University of California, There, this amongst liberals, and I was one at the time, there was always this subtle notion that it would be better with a, quote-unquote, benevolent dictatorship. Hmm. And I, I think that, that's, that runs within... The Liberal Democrat Party. To be honest about Now, finish this off with the the playing clip that says Michael Moore, and you get a little more of a taste of this kind of thinking.
8: They, I, you got to give it to the Republicans. They do such a good job of of formulating their message, speaking clearly to people. And when he when he just s- sits there
1: and lies to you about how Pepsi Pepsi just you know made a good corporate decision and removed <laughs> trans fats without the government doing anything, without actually right. mentioning that the reason we know trans fats are bad. Is because our tax dollars paid for the studies that discovered why they're bad. Yeah. That's why they did it, and it's it it just it, it they are such good liars. I just yes. it just you know and, and 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 and.
0: You know what's sad though, weird uh, is if you uh, if you talk to people from other lands, children from other lands, and Michael Moore comes on, you know, say, but he's really good, right? I mean, he's he's really exposed uh, the gun problem in America. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's the perception of Michael Moore. Yeah, no, so I, I think you're probably right. No, I am right because I M- speak Michael to children's Michael Moore motherland. is a douchebag. Yeah, hold on a second, John. Good call. Yeah, on second, John. Good call. Uh, if only it works. Oh, the new <laughs> gear. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> go. Douchebag. <laughs> wow. Yeah, cool, huh? Oh. Yeah, yeah, the new gear rocks. Yeah. <laughs> douchebag. Yeah, anyway, he, he, is
2: just, he is a it, total dick. He's a total dick, and he just goes on and on and on, and he just thinks he knows everything, and he wants a dictatorship, and he thinks, you know, we should, you know, the, the, all for executive orders and all the rest of the, every, every checklist cliche you can come up with, he's like on board, which reminds me of something that I thought was the most interesting thing this week, if you don't mind my staying on this track, which was John Stewart went on the Rachel Maddow show for a one-hour interview, hour and a half. Wow, I miss that. It was actually quite good. But, it, but essentially the message was the, the, the following. It came about because Stewart was roundly criticized by all the Democrats for doing that crazy thing in Washington, D.C. and not really having a message or telling people to get out and march in the streets and tear down
0: the... Yeah, it, it was it, like a Twitter fest. That's all that it was. It, it wasn't great. It was, uh, it it was wasn't comedy. Great. It
2: wasn't bad. It was a comedy thing. Comedy. It wasn't... It was comedy. But the, everybody was all over it. And so they... I mean, if you listen to Mad and you listen to uh, uh, You Obermann. had an
0: opportunity. You had a tremendous opportunity. You squat. But she actually was fawning over his final speech because I, I saw that before. She was like, wow, that was really good. So he
2: came on to tell her and everybody else on the on the MSNBC side that they're basically all they're doing is playing the same stupid game that everybody else is playing when they're and his whole point was, why don't you talk about corruption? Why, why are you always talking about just being a Democrat, Democrat, Democrats are great and Republicans are evil and they're liars? Uh, there's the, the the dialogue means nothing. This Fox versus MSNBC thing is bogus. It's just a distraction, and he's trying to make that point. She's paying no attention to it. She keeps trying to bring up Bush. Isn't Bush a bad person? You know, kind of but thing. She and so visits he does. the
0: White House at Christmas party. Well,
2: she's not going to. She's a phony. But anyway, so Stewart makes this. I thought the most poignant thing he he said was this. Particular John Stewart clip here. I thought he just nails it. Uh, I just kind of the theme. He, unfortunately, he wasn't direct enough with his criticism. He's actually been kind of nice, and he was sick. He has some stomach flu. All right. here we go. You
3: know what's always great? A great exercise. Look at the difference between the top story on cable news and the top story in the newspapers. You'd have thought Juan Williams killed people. <laughs> right. It was. It was everywhere, and what it was—the reason why it was everywhere is because it fell so beautifully into the narrative of left and right liberal conservative it felt perfectly into the only fight that they seem to feel matters and all I'm saying is that is in many ways a funhouse mirror of what actually really matters right yeah well th- that is
0: kind of what his uh, his message was at the the rally for what was it Rally for Insanity, whatever? Insanity, yeah, or yeah. fear. That's kind of what. You know, someone, I read somewhere that uh, he is uh, a descendant of the Knights Templar,
3: <laughs> which I thought was I hilarious. Doubt it.
0: And, and that, you know, that he. What am I hearing? Hold on a second. Not at this end. Hold on. Oh, I know. I have the window open. I'm hearing the sprinkler. So I'm like, what is that sound? <laughs> Uh, no, so he apparently is a descendant of the of the Knights Templar, and uh, and he is uh, and he had a one hour meeting with Timothy Geithner, private meeting. Did you know that? No. Yeah, yeah. He had a one hour private meeting that no one knows about, and no. And by the way, did Rachel Maddow question him on it by any chance? No, she was she was uh, in she's in awe of him. Yeah, I mean if she's, she's he's probably the only guy she'd blow. <laughs> That's probably true. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Yeah, You're no, like, I I actually yeah, buy into I, that. I might actually do it, John Stewart. Uh, and John Stewart would look like, hey, I I, I why I, not? I made it go straight. I can do it. <laughs> That's your Larry King, by the way.
2: Yeah, pretty good, huh? <laughs> Anyways, so, so, so yeah. So anyway, the point is, is that these guys are just you know, they're all they doing is talking. They're they're just at the edges talking about each other. They're not discussing the bull crap that's going on and the and the act, the real lies, which isn't you know uh, it was Huckabee going on about how great PepsiCo is or whatever. And uh, they they're just preoccupied with each other. It's almost it's almost like watching. You know what it reminds me of? If it, Star Trek people who who, who who were familiar with the old original show. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. There was one episode. We have a lot of them. There was one episode with Frank Gorshin where Frank Gorshin and this other guy are trying to kill each other because they hate each other because they're so different from each other. They have to kill each other until they're all dead. And the difference is one of them had the right side of his face painted black and the left side painted white, and the other guy had the left side painted black and the right side painted white, and all the people in the start, what are you guys fighting with? You guys are the same species. I said, no, no, don't you <laughs> notice? He's got the left side white and I've got the bl- left side Ooh, black. Yeah, that's always
0: the difference. It was actually a very interesting show, and huh. that's what's going on, and we're watching it. Huh? Yeah, we're watching it take place live in Technicolor, baby. Just on a brief side note, uh, this is kind of funny. From Gitmo Nation East, you were talking about uh, PepsiCo. Uh, the Department of Health is uh, <laughs> is now putting McDonald's uh, and Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, along with PepsiCo, Kellogg's, Unilever, Mars, and Diageo, the drink people, uh, on the panel to write government policy on obesity, <laughs> alcohol, and diet-related diseases. I love that, I know I have that same piece that's, that's great that same article that's great, yeah, that's the guys you want uh taking care of our health.' <laughs> it is what we recommend I, I, we, we re- recommend you eat more wood chips yeah and and you just throw some uh, uh some m s g on that on that wood chip, and it'll taste wonderful They're not a problem, you'll like it, you will totally like it, yeah it's groovy, so a book I gotta get uh is George Bush's book "Decision Points." Uh, he was. Uh, did you see him on Larry King? Was he on Larry King as well? John, I, I'm sorry,
2: I just got a note from uh, Eric who yeah. says that L- Larry Liebowitz, John Stewart's brothers, the head of
0: NASDAQ. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you, these, you knew that. Yes, these guys are like Knights Templar. I'm no. not. I'm not kidding you. He's he's a descendant of the Knights Templar. And it's probably like he's—he probably went to uh, to Geithner to go talk to him about uh, all the gold that uh, that the they
3: have that scratch. they have
0: all the gold that they have that uh, they want to bail out the world economy with. I'm 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 I'm.
2: I think
3: he's I'm the head of.
0: I, th- I think
2: he's.
3: The I'm head. not
0: buying this. I don't think he's the head of Nasdaq. I think he's the head of uh, the New York Stock Exchange. Actually, I don't think it's Nasdaq. And I'll look into it. <laughs> I have it here. Hold on a second. I can't believe, yeah, Leibowitz is his name. You didn't know that?
2: No. Yeah. I know, I know Stewart's last name is Liebewitz. Right. But I didn't know he had a brother that was, a, that, was that deeply involved in, the, uh, in financial trading.
0: Well, why do you think he gets to talk with, uh, with Geithner? Well, I'm not saying it's, he couldn't. I mean, if he wanted to talk with me, I'd talk to him. Right. But, you know, Timothy Geithner, little Timmy, is supposed to be pretty freaking busy ruining us.
2: Well, you don't know that he he had Geithner on his show once as a guest, I believe. Oh, yeah. He probably asked him if he wanted to go out to have some lunch or something. <laughs> so Geithner said, sure, I got nothing else to do.
0: Sure. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, hold on, man. I, I got to go buy $8 billion uh, worth of our own debt. Hold on a second. and uh, Make it 1230. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm i really, really busy. <laughs> Did you hear that they, they, they wanted this? This is amazing. So they're going to go buy treasury bonds, right? Now, is, isn't supply and demand? It doesn't that kind of determine price.
2: Yes, should. So, but they're buying it through Goldman Sachs, so they so they get screwed anyway. They but you know Sunday. But there,
0: but there was a technical glitch. So they, they were they were supposed to start. They're supposed to start the the buying. And I and I and I actually saw. I got a, a CNBC alert on my iPhone that said, you know, the Treasury is supposed to buy eight billion dollars in bonds today. And uh, they had a there's a technical glitch. So, you know, someone made a shitload of money somewhere on some glitch on something that they set something up or whatever. You know, it's just like, wow. Just uh, OK. Yeah. Larry Leibowitz is the chief operating officer at the New York Stock Exchange. See, yeah, that's what I said. New York Stock Exchange. Right. Yeah. He had an extraordinary. He is from Bloomberg. Bloomberg reports. Geithner. Uh Geithner visited oh visited John Stewart. It was the other way around. Uh, uh I think he had I think he went to the uh to the Treasury and had another meeting. I'll have to look that one up. I didn't quite come prepared, but since you brought up John Stewart. Anyway. Um uh, let's see. No, uh the the president is propagating the lie. Surprise! Surprise! Ministry of Truth. Time. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, it's hard to tell if you're there or not. Everything's so quiet, and I, I'm, I've I'm got, got too many can...
2: monitors up.
0: <laughs> yeah, bad. I know it's quiet. I guess I should. <gasps> okay, yeah, yeah, could you breathe a little? I just sort of, hello, John. Are you? Is he breathing? Yeah. So. Um, Okay, so we've we've kind of beat this horse to death, but I think we should just bring it back one more time. This meme and of course now it's getting pretty close to the crunch on January 1st or maybe it's December 31st, the so-called Bush tax cut expire. And this is uh, been politicized as the Bush tax cuts for the rich, which is yeah, right. I which is I learned which still irks you. Yes, uh, yeah, it did because I totally bought into that. And it turns out that is a lie. Everyone got a tax cut, everybody. But they've politicized it by saying, well, we actually want to uh, remove the portion of the tax cuts for the rich and keep them for the middle class and lower class. And therefore, we're now just calling it Bush's tax cuts for the rich. Did I kind of categorize that correctly? Pretty much. Okay. So the president comes out and just listen how, I mean, he, although he tells the truth, he propagates the meme, and it just blew me away. And it's funny because Mickey was listening to this in the kitchen. He said, wow, I'm hearing this guy talk. He's lost all his power, and it's really true. Listen to his, his whole demeanor, his, uh, his energy. Everything is way, way down.
8: With respect to the Bush tax cuts, uh, what I've said is that I'm going to meet with uh, the, both the Republican and Democratic leaders uh, late next week. And we're going to sit down and discuss uh, how we move forward. My number one priority is making sure that we make the middle class tax cuts permanent. That we give certainty to the 98% of Americans who are affected by those tax breaks.
0: So he's actually telling the truth here, which is kind of nice, right? Except he's already splitting it up by saying uh, we want to keep the tax breaks for the 98% of Americans who... um, who got the tax break and are not super rich, which I guess is $250,000 and below. So that's kind of good. He's telling the truth. You know, No one thinks about it, but here we go.
8: I don't want to see their income taxes spike up, not only because they need relief uh, after having gone through uh, a horrendous recession, but also because it would be bad for the economy. Uh, I continue to believe that uh, extending... Permanently, the upper income tax cuts.
0: See, this is what this is what irks me. It's like, there, were there two sets of tax cuts, John? No, it wasn't two sets. Did we have an upper tax cut and a lower tax cut? It's like, uh, all right, slave A, slave you, slave go through door A, you slave go through door B. It's like it was the same tax cuts for everybody, just percentages were
2: different. The problem is
0: with the of course. I want to mention
2: something, in the, while you're discussing this, which is the, anyone the two fifty. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a lot of money, but that, that includes people who, mostly small businesses. I don't make that, it, okay? I don't make two fifty. dollars Mostly make small businesses, like dry cleaners and people like that, that is all part of, you know, their they're small, they're small business part of their personal income tax, and essentially you're screwing the small
0: business guy. I'd like to make $249,000 from this show, not a penny more. It's possible. We've got a ways to go. Would no, be a mistake.
8: Oh. And that we can't afford it. Uh, and my hope is is that somewhere in between there we can find some sort of solution. But uh, I'm not going to uh, negotiate here in Seoul. Uh, my job... Oh,
0: he's uh, for the G20, of course. I'm not
8: going to negotiate here in so, Seoul. Fools. ...is to negotiate back in Washington uh, with... Uh, So why is he giving
0: this
2: speech? He's at the G20 conference.
8: It's
0: posturing.
8: I want to make sure that taxes don't go up for middle class families starting on January 1st. That's my number one priority for those families and for our economy. I also believe that it would be fiscally irresponsible for us to permanently extend the high income tax cuts. I think that would be a mistake. Particularly when We've got uh, our Republican uh, friends saying that their number one priority is making sure that we deal with our debt and our deficit.
0: So there he is, uh, completely splitting up the same tax cut between uh, rich people and not rich people. And, of course, the argument I always get from someone on email is, Oh, yeah, well, capital gains, man. Capital gains only for rich people. So not if you have a 401k. Not if you uh, own a home. Yeah. Or have kids. You know, babies.
2: No, capital gains has got nothing to do with having babies. No,
0: but, no, but that's part of the. Uh, they, uh, they want to turn. Uh, the expiration of the tax cut would include uh, uh, tax breaks for kids, for having kids. Yeah, no,
2: it's true. The expiration of the tax cut that isn't not a, just about this and that. It's a whole slew of things. It would yeah. generally add about five grand to most people's tax bill. Mm hmm. Yeah, and
0: it includes different kinds of. Uh, but most people uh, who make two hundred fifty thousand dollars or above, and I saw, I met a, a, a number of them most recently in San Francisco. No, we're um, we're one child family because you know it's good for the environment. <laughs> don't want it. it's good for biodiversity. It's good for the environment. <laughs> yeah, I hear that in Los Angeles all the time. No, we're just gonna have one kid. You know, it's much greener that way. <laughs> I swear to God. This I always a- get a kick out of people <laughs> that
2: come up with this crap. And then they regret it when they're like 50. Yeah, like, uh, uh, damn. They're
0: one kid what are you talking about plus. you regret it? I don't want another one of those.
2: So, well, I guess they would. You're right. Most of those people wouldn't regret it. They didn't want to have one kid. They'd just rather just go off and spend the money and <laughs> on, on dial On blow.
0: <laughs> hookers and Blow. <laughs> ah, well, speaking of uh, Hookers and Blow, John. I'm going to show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that. Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on No Agenda in the morning.
3: Jeez,
2: hey this show's going by fast today. It is going by very fast. Well, we want to thank some people who helped us out at the uh, Dvorak.org dot org slash na donation site or noagenda show dot com. There's a button you can click or channel Dvorak. Oops.
1: Hello.
0: Hello. Yep, I'm here. Okay. It's uh, it may be the new studio. I don't know. I don't know what it is. What? You think I'm dropping dead every once in a while? Yeah, you are dropping dead every once in a while. I, I'm uh-huh. looking. at you.
2: Let me snap out of it. <laughs> Danny Baker, Morristown, Tennessee, hundred dollars. Jason Stevens, Clarksville, Tennessee. Two Tennesseans in a row on the spreadsheet, exactly one after the other. Isn't that amazing? What What uh, are the chances? Random number theory. Random number what theory. Ninety nine, ninety nine, niner, 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 niner. Dear John and Adam, I've been a long time listener and even a donor. But with a trip to the in-laws looming, I had to take the next step and help out my fellow No Agenda fans. My in-laws live in the boonies, and still are on dial-up. Oh, so to no. help any bandwidth constraint, oh, you, no. this, wasn't this guy on last week? Yeah, it was uh, No Agenda Low Bandwidth dot com, isn't it? There's low No Agenda low low bandwidth. It's a te- terrible URL, but it's I, low I bandwidth No Agenda dot info.
0: Ooh, let me just see if I have it here. Yeah. It's uh, top of the links that rock so that uh, as the page loads, you can get to that link quicker <laughs> on your dial up. Joshua Dietrich, Cary, <laughs> North
2: Carolina, 59.95. Good, good, solid show on Thursday covering the naked body scanners and biodiversity. Yay. Can't find this kind of programming anywhere.
0: Yeah, we we dropped out again. It's quite the a, media
2: drives my girlfriend crazy sometimes. Yeah, would I back. break up again? Yeah, we're back. It's all right. All right, let me start over with his no, no, I, I, I,
0: I, actually, Okay,
2: please do. He says he can't find this kind of programming anywhere
0: else. Period. Yeah, you think that's true? I, I think it's totally true. I think the balance that we bring uh, to this program, and I, you know what, I somehow, John, I think we're at a tipping point. And I ever, think it's weird that we're the only people doing this. Well, because we're good at it. And and what I... What I, I don't know if you're in that good
2: at it. We're good at it, but well, no, it's but not no, but, rocket but, science. No,
0: but what's happening is other people are taking a cue from us, and it just can't be coincidence. We're so far ahead sometimes. Sometimes we're a little bit too far ahead. We've got to you know pace ourselves. But I see our memes, our ideas showing up in, in other media. It goes on. It goes like to Drudge Report I you see him picking up on a lot of stuff we do. Uh, and, of course, all of Washington reads uh, Drudge Report. But um, but I also hear from people, you know, like, uh, you know, I spoke to my brother-in-law, and uh, it turns out he listens to the show, too. You know, so it, we're getting there. Our... our our non-support ratio is still way out of whack. Yeah, but- it
2: sucks. Okay, well, let me finish what Joshua had to say, which is he, he now he actually questions things I hear in the media. And he drives his girlfriend crazy. Yeah, that's which you have to do, end. by the way, yeah. or otherwise they're going to drive you crazy. Yes, true. He doesn't chew gum anymore. I used to have headaches every other week or so. Since I stopped chewing gum, I can't recall the last time I've had a headache.
0: It's the aspartame. Absolutely. Do you know that Christina stopped uh, chewing gum altogether and she feels great? yeah she had a, a a pack a day maybe two pack a day habit i said yeah, you know fancy. you're 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 hooked on this stuff it is addictive and it's really messing with you and and she she just completely stopped and she said there's a whole bunch of things she just feels so much better and it's hard though it's hard for a, a you know 20 year old to just stop it's like it's like heroin it's really hard well maybe not that hard
2: Okay, Mike Potter, Lake Saint Louis, Missouri, double nickels on the dime, fifty-five ten. Jerome Darden, Altus, Oklahoma, double nickels on the dime. A uh, <sighs> little more cash to cover Excuse the douchebags who won't pull their weight. Yeah. Uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, sorry, Sean McGrath. Jersey City, New Jersey. Jersey City, New Jersey. Yay. 5510, like to call out my wife, Christina, as a douchebag. Oh,
0: no. Douchebag.
2: That's harsh, man. She's listened to every show, but's never donated. Anthony Everett, Tea Gardens, New South Wales, double niggles on the dime. Episode 251 was another winner. That show was outstanding. Go back and listen to it. If you, have, if you listen to it twice, you need some karma. Is he about to join the RAAF Air Force? Going to be broke for a while, but will donate again when possible. Also agree with the conclusion that, Oops, a little loud. Though. You've got karma. He also agrees to the conclusion that if only 5% of what you say is true, we are definitely screwed. <laughs> or, you know, we could do something about it, perhaps. Well, f- by the way, 5% is not the number. We're about Much 90%. Higher. Much higher, yeah. Easy. We're not, all we're doing is take it, we're just doing the research that nobody else wants to do. We're looking into the, you know, into the, we're just going one step or two steps behind the story. It's not rocket science. Frank Rowe, Parish, Florida, Paris, Parrish, Parish, Florida, Double Nickels on the Dime, ITM, John and Adam, Frank Rowe slash Gitmo Slave here, Double Nickels on the Dime, love the show, would love to be deduced.
6: You've been deduced. <laughs>
2: A couple of new list, uh, new donors. Uh, Michael Bowling in Watsonville, California. Uh, he's uh, been listening for a while and, likes, and feel, felt like a douchebag, so he's sending some money, beer money in the hopes that we can stop the push to ban alcohol. Good man. Yeah, excellent. Uh, no beer for me today. Casey Carpenter, Scottsdale, Arizona. Double nickels on the dime. TSA Crap Pushed Me Over the Edge. Great show. Plugcent.net if you want to which I, w- I was going to look at, and I, I should go look at it, Scent.net. Justin Sloan, Fort Riley, Kansas, $53. Uh, I mentioned NoAgendaBadge.com. Two new badges are coming, a fluoride inspector badge and a <laughs> douche badge. <laughs>
0: the douche badge. I, I got to see that. Official the douche, douche official douche badge. I like that. That's a good one. Uh, Steve,
2: Steve, Steve Bottoms in Reno. Reno, Nevada, 5150, looking for some karma to help me out of the cubicle hell I'm in right now.
5: You've got karma.
0: Yeah, cubicle hell can suck,
2: man. TPS Andrew Bump, great name. Carrie, uh, Illinois. Uh, I've been listening to the show for about two months after my good pal Seth turned me on to the show. I love your show. I figured it was about time for a donation because I've started listening without offering up some cash. Good man. Uh,
0: Chris Slowinski. He he actually wanted a deduching. Did he? Yeah, he wanted a d- not de-douching, but a dedouching. Oh, so. deduching? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
6: You've been de-douched.
2: He wants some double karma, too. But we'll do that when we have more time. Chris Slo- Slowinski, Sherwood Park, Alberta, $50. George Scanlon, Carpentersville, Illinois, 50 Craig Jones, uh, another 50 on his uh, knighthood uh, quest. And James Matthews, Dayton, Ohio.
0: That's it. It's our group, it's so, our good, our so good, boys, our good boys, are good boys and girls. Yes, supporting do we have a the girl show. In there? I don't think so. Uh, well, we have the uh, the listener who uh, plays a TSA and passenger with her husband. They don't have to donate. They just gave me that visual. That was enough. <laughs> so <laughs> good. All right, arms out. Good. <laughs> so widen your stance. <laughs> widen your stance. <laughs> opt out. Bo-hita. Opt out. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. You know, that'd be kind of like the thing. You know, it's like. Uh, when, you, when you're when feeling kind of frisky, you just say, to, I'm going I'm to try to make him like, hey, baby, opt out, opt out, opt out. Come on, opt out. You want to opt out? I think you want to opt out on me now, don't you? Mm. I'm, I'm going to search her tonight. Yeah, there will be a film at 11. Okay. Um, Hey, John. Very yeah. interesting.
1: What if oh, I'm, by the way, noagendashow.com, yes, devork.org, slash
2: na channeldvorak.com/ana to help us out we need some producers for the next show please uh, give us a uh, a uh, some assistance i hate it when
0: uh, when we forget that part that's it's so dumb of us yeah i know it's stupid okay um so i'm not going to play although i do recommend you go take a look at it uh, at the video it's a it's a pretty good comp uh compilation of john stewart mocking the media over the los angeles mystery missile did you see that clip actually, John? No, I missed that one. Yeah, no, well, maybe I should just play it for you then.
2: No, no, this is the one. Remember last show, I played that clip of all the, the the compendium. That
0: was all about the missile, right? But this was John Stewart who keeps coming back in, and he winds up saying, "You guys." That, are... that
2: was the John Stewart clip. I just pulled John Sco- Stewart out of it.
0: Oh well, I think that was the most interesting part. What are you doing, protecting John Stewart with Knights Templar? What are you doing, protecting him <laughs> the whole the, the whole thing i liked about that clip is that john stewart is completely saying oh yeah it's an airplane it's a contrail and and by the way it's very interesting that in the busiest airspace one of the busiest airspaces in the united states perhaps in the world there's only one massive contrail and not a single other contrail you would think that the other planes might be throwing yeah, contrails I think it beat as us well. to death on thursday but c- continue okay so I do have to get back to the missile because now, of course, the passengers have come aboard, uh, come ashore. I mean, all right, the passengers, the passengers, and um, so my I had a couple of theories, but one of them was that because of our quantitative easing, by the way, QE two nice ship meme in there. That's another thing yeah, that yeah, just kind of hit it. me um, that perhaps uh, the Chinese did some saber rattling and popped off an electromagnetic pulse weapon and disabled this ship and that's why uh, you know the confusion the president was probably you know asleep or whatever it's like woke him up what should we do uh, f- so hit, hit korea hit, hit the button yeah well time difference he could have been in bed and so someone hit the button and let's, let's just send one over there and just screw with them um but there's a lot of fishiness going on around this ship a lot of it and i have a couple of clips and uh, the first one I'd like to play is about this. And and this is uh, quite amazing that uh, journalists, actual journalists, aren't really questioning this flameless fire, which everyone speaks of, because there was a flameless fire on board. Now, you would think if there was an electromagnetic magnetic pulse weapon, which I know nothing about, um... Maybe that would fry stuff. Is that possible, John? Or do you mean it, like an egg? Well, you know, if 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 the components don't work because of this EMP, does it does it go? Pfft, 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 does stuff fizzle and pop and and just ah, uh,
2: you know, when you see representations of EMP, yeah, you see a little like uh, the auras yeah. around things and some crackling, perhaps. Right. Well, and yeah, and and it mini stinks. Lightning.
0: And if you've had ever uh, smelled uh, a a, con- is it condenser? Oh yeah, no, it would de- you definitely all the the uh, all the insulation would stink. You're right. So I'm thinking maybe there's something to it. Two clips. The first one uh, is uh, passengers who didn't even know there was a fire. Now, remember, these people were brought to San Diego, and uh, I have proof that they were debriefed, and you will actually hear some amazing uh, messages literally coming from these people who have been programmed by the uh, psychological ops uh, managers in San Diego. (laughs) Just now, they actually told us there was a fire on the boat. You did not know that there was a fire on the boat. I uh, uh, no, I did not know there was no fire on the boat. Tell now. Yes. So, what did they tell you? Why that the uh, boat suddenly stopped? Uh, you know, on your excursion. They they never told us what the issue was. All they told us was is there was smoke. There's lots of smoke.
2: Okay. It was, it was absolutely deplorable. Uh, my expectations were completely... It fell through the floor. Um, I expected a really nice time, and it was like Gilligan's Island or something. I felt like marooned um, on, a, on a prison ship. As you can call it that. Well, because I, sh-
0: prison- I should have clipped this part out, actually. Uh, but... Backed up toilets, and um, it was just bad. It was really bad all the way around. The power blue dude was... Now, this girl who is singing this uh, a poor version of gilligan's island she is singing this song with her eyes closed like she is remembering the lyrics that she just wrote but they're really hard to remember but then when she's answering the questions she keeps closing her eyes and literally like she's hypnotized you have to watch the video it's astounding to watch but you can kind of hear it in her voice, where she is just droning whatever she was told to say.
5: Smoke fire, the toilets did not work. Our food was vegetables and fruit on the two-day return. The carnival was wonderful. The crew and um, yeah, ice everybody on it were just yeah. friendly and encouraging and big smiles and helpful all the time. They were great. They did keep us informed of how long it was going to take us to get us back to shore. We were surprised today when we heard that it was a, a fire. They,
0: Didn't know it was a fire. We were quite surprised. No, no fire. Just electricity went out.
5: Kept telling us it was just flameless smoke. Flameless smoke. Um, I to keep us calm. I mean, we. I understand now why they were saying that, just to keep everybody.
0: calm. I understand now why they were saying that, just to keep everybody calm, because she was just told what to say. I'm telling you, this is this is these people are programmed
5: just to keep everybody. Calm. I think they handled the situation really well, but um, it it is a shock to kind of learn that there was a a big fire. It
2: was
0: an adventure, I'll tell you that. I mean, uh...
2: All right, now, Hold on a second, hold on a second, I want to just, before we start forgetting what these people just said... Well,
0: let's listen to the... I mean, they're all saying the same thing, and I'm going to really bring it home to you. Give me 45 seconds more.
2: From everything from
8: the military to cold water showers to, uh... To Spam, to salads every day, but, I mean, Carnival did great, they did a great job, you know, with just what the resources they had. Human so, resources. I can't say enough, you know, the crew was great.
2: A lot of things went wrong, but it was really fun. We went to the kids camp, I met a couple of friends, and <laughs> camp. it was just really fun.
0: We took a shower.
5: It's so exciting to see the land. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. You say, say what you have to say, and then I'm really going to Well, you know,
2: out. what happened to, you know, they, this woman goes on with fruits and salad. We had to eat fruits and salad. Oh, horrible. And this other guy talks about spam and said, so, what happened to the Hot Pockets? My understanding was a helicopter, you know, is these, what are we going to feed hot these pockets. people? And they dropped off a bunch of hot, greasy Hot Pockets. And, how to, and the, so the question remains if that. You remember the Hot Pockets part of this, right? Yeah. Hot with pockets. the microwaves and the stoves
0: and everything off, how do you eat Hot Pockets? I wish, you know, that is such a good question. So the same journalist we had dinner with the other night, I'm laying my EMP wrap on her, right? And I'm ready for her to stand up and walk away. But again, she she kind of likes it. She kind of likes it when I do this. She says, you know, because I said, you know, they just brought everyone to San Diego to debrief them. And she said, I was listening to NPR. And of course, I interject, you mean the Ministry of Truth. And, the, and you know, I took her a second. Uh oh, <laughs> Uh, and I heard this woman, she said, uh, African-American woman, who uh, was some spokesperson for some council, something rather, who was on the cruise ship. And she said it was really interesting that you bring this up because you know how if um, if you learn a word or something happens to you that you sometimes can get confused and you'll say that word instead of the word you actually meant? If, you know If you've really been hammered at. Particularly yeah. after you've been eating, like, salads and, and mayonnaise. So this woman is on NPR, and listen to what she says. Perry Perry, once again, Los Angeles Times,
6: San Diego, bureau chief, on the dock as the passengers came down the ramp. One of those who was on the ship while all this took place was Fahiza Alim. Uh, she is communications director for State Senator Curran Price of Inglewood, uh, and again, a passenger on the Carnival Splendor. Good to have you on our program.
4: Thank you for having me.
6: You ever going to do this again?
4: I don't know. I've got to be, de- what's the word,
0: debrief, decompress before I can... Oh, I've got to be debriefed. What's the word? Oh, I got decompressed. Uh, what? Debriefed. Debriefed. She was debriefed. I'll play this clip until you're bored of it, but it, it just doesn't stop. This again? I don't know. I've got to be, de- what's the word, de- I love that. What, what's the word what what's the word they used uh when they were telling me what to say? Uh oh yeah, debriefed.
4: debrief. Debrief, decompressed before I had considered going out on those on the restless seas again.
6: Do you eat any spam?
4: No, certainly not.
0: Do you think anybody else did? Uh, that yeah, happened? we
4: call those sandwiches the mystery meat. The mystery <laughs> meat sandwiches.
0: Doesn't she sound like Maggie? A little bit? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Didn't
4: know what you were getting between those two pieces of bread.
0: Well, tell us what it was like at first. Uh, Tony said there was some kind of shudder to the Mm, ship?
4: Earthquake-like in the wee
0: hours of the morning. We had stayed at... Earthquake-like, a shudder of the entire ship. Hmm. Sounds Uh like a flameless smoke to me. Pretty late (laughs) um,
4: in the casino. So we were in a deep, deep sleep. My roommate and I, Janice, are here when I... um, Felt something, you know. Something awakened me, and it was a shake. And it was—I don't know if I, you know, got on the tail end of it. Some people said it was ten, fifteen minutes. I didn't feel anything that. Long.
0: So, so she was not. She got debriefed, but she's very confused, and she's—I think she's letting things out. She's not supposed to say.
4: But then I, you know, I hear this voice in the, my, um, um, you know, groggy state of mind. I hear this voice. It seemed like he was talking Arabic. I'm Listen, this, you know, too much TV.
0: Speaking Arabic. It's interesting, isn't it? She heard yeah. a voice, and she thought it was speaking Arabic. I mean, what were they telling her in the debriefing?
4: But he wasn't. It, it didn't sound English. And I said, "Oh, the terrorists have gotten us." That's that's my first waking thought. Isn't that crazy?
6: Well, Over I don't know, know if it's speech, crazy or not. Yeah. I, you know.
4: <laughs> I, so after that, then he said something like, "Oh, I don't know, maybe first alert or something that indicated that this was serious." Serious. I really can't remember the words. I've been trying to remember them. What he said, but it was
0: like. Stage
4: one. That's what
0: it was. Stage one. Stage one EMP attack in progress. <laughs> I think she was receiving through her fillings. She was receiving radio <laughs> transmissions. I mean, this is, now here's the here's the amazing coincidence. As I read uh, in USA Today, uh, not five days before this uh, event, USA Today headline: One EMP burst and the world goes dark. Now, USA Today, of course, uh, truly the ministry of truth. Uh, Modern societies rely on technologies vulnerable to electromagnetic pulse effects that, if strong enough, can induce currents that burn out, burn out wires and circuits. And then we have uh, some worst-case scenarios. Uh, But I'm reading here that there's actually a bill uh, in Congress called the GRID Act... Which would uh, protect us with all kinds of smart grid technology from an EMP attack. So, yeah,
2: you know, curiously, just as this is kind of an aside, but some studies have been done on our grid. Mm hmm. And apparently our grid is so disconnected and screwy and screwed up and, and non-standard and doesn't link to each other very well and the rest of it that we're almost immune to an EMP attack.
0: Because <laughs> it's so messed up that it'll fry out, you know, like uh, it'll South fry Central. Out a chunk. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually, we actually have a great grid is what you're saying.
2: Well, I mean, the, we have a great, you know, this is again essentially a, a fractal of the of the American system, which is you have a federal government which does certain things and then you have state governments which do the rest, including most of the lawmaking. Uh, which is the way it's supposed to be, even though we're trying – you know, you have to go to the Tenth Amendment crowd now to get it to go back to that sort of system. That's kind of the way the electrical system is set up. Same thing. You don't have one government running the whole thing because I can assure you that if the entire grid, which does sound good on paper, is all one centralized thing and everything, you just blow out that one thing. You blow out the whole country. Right now it's almost impossible to do that.
0: So what's interesting in this USA Today article? In the USA Today article, which of course you know, they, they someone received a press release probably about this bill. Two historic incidents often figure into the discussion, and I'm amazed that they bring up Star, uh, Starfish Prime, which you know, to, many people say, "Oh, that's conspiracy theory." But now, USA Today Prince, July 9th, 1962, the Atomic Energy Commission and the Defense Atomic Support Agency detonated the Starfish Prime, a 1.4 megaton H-bomb test, at an altitude of 250 miles, some 900 miles southwest of Hawaii over the Pacific Ocean. The pulse shortened out streetlights in Oahu. Second one, and this is, uh, we've talked about this on the show, March 9th, 1989, the sun spat spat a million-mile-wide blast of high-temperature-charged solar gas straight at the Earth. The coronal mass inject- ejection struck the planet three days later, triggering a geomagnetic storm that made the northern lights visible. In Texas, the storm also induced currents in Quebec's power grid that knocked out power for six million people and Canada and the USA for at least nine hours. That was the whole eastern seaboard that uh, was knocked out at the time. I remember that because it's like, oh, May East went down. They have, they have no power. So that counts. Yeah, that's May East. So... You know, this is they're really pushing this to the forefront and maybe it was coincidental maybe it was at the wrong moment but uh, how it just boggles my mind and I, i'm just saying you know it's like coincidence i think not when you have this article in usa today six days before a a flameless smoke and if you're frying all the wires that's pr- and you know if you're in the cabin but everyone's smelling smoke, but it was only in one engine room way down. This is not like a... This is not the minnow. This is a real... This is a huge ship. It's huge. This is huge. So if there's an engine fire, you're not necessarily going to smell. And if you're smelling smoke, you're really in trouble if, if it's from the engine room. And, the, and you never saw any video of smoke. There's no blackened windows anywhere. Nope. This is very, very, very suspicious. And uh, you know we just yeah. Where's to- the smoke damage? Yeah. and the fact that they towed it
2: into San Diego, which is not you know one of their ports of call by any means. No, nope. uh, and the yeah. No, I think you're right. These people were debriefed. They were brought on into one after another, look, here's the deal. We think we may have a terrorist situation here. We're not sure, but we, we, you have to say the following. You cannot say anything to anyone, and they'll make them sign something. So if you do you know, one of those crazy documents, we've, this has been documented before, people that come along, and, and CIA guys and the rest of them, they come along, they make you sign something that you can be arrested and thrown in jail if yeah. you discuss, and they, these contracts are, are, are around. Uh, that we had a, a situation. I forget the, what that one we were talking about before, but the uh, these guys have come around and they make you sign this stuff because it's a national security issue. Oh, it's a yeah. national security yeah. issue. Yeah. So you sign and so, and you shut up, and then you have a couple of people that are just kind of dingy, like this woman, and she's like, "Well, the debriefing and well, and they can't." Uh, by the way, uh, what's
0: that word? Debriefing yeah. in the in the
2: document. You can't talk about signing a document. Um, <laughs> yeah, the
0: first the first rule of Fight Club.
2: It's a fight club thing. Yeah. Uh, seriously, I mean, this these do exist. They do happen all the time, uh, and there's nothing you can do about it. The courts won't back you up. Nobody's going to help because it's been it's completely out of control. So so, so we're just giving a bunch of song and dance bull crap from all these people who feel they're doing the
0: country a favor. Yes, but, yes. Uh, are you a patriot? Are you a patriot, ma'am? Are you a patriot? You're a patriot, right? You You are a patriot. We understand. Listen, we're going to debrief you, okay? Now, the first rule about debriefing is you don't talk about the debriefing. But you're a patriot, right, ma'am? You're a patriot? Are you a patriot? Yes, you're a patriot. Okay. Wow. So they sign off on this. And then one
2: of the things, of course, is that people ask, you know, the crew was fantastic because they've all cooperated and just make, you know, we don't want to, you know, the carnival people shouldn't have been involved in this. And so make sure that they sign, you know, say complimentary things and just just be quiet about the rest of it. It'd be, you know, read this over before you sign it and you, you're OK. You're happy with this. You can do this. You can sign it. If uh, you know, if you don't sign, it, of course, you'll be put in a jail or you may be detained for a, a week. As we question you, uh, you know, but you want to sign it? It It's voluntary.
0: (laughs) It's it's voluntary, but, you know, we might have to kill you (laughs) if you don't sign it. Oh wow! Yeah, you might be onto something. I mean, I
2: the, the, all the evidence indicates there's something fishy about that. It's not being covered very well. It's being swept under the rug. And now, I think you've got it. They got the they got the their people out there making their comments. Oh, it was okay. It was you know we were stuck with we couldn't flush the toilet and they, we had to eat spam. And the hot pockets thing has gone out of the by the wayside because it doesn't make any sense.
5: Hot pockets,
2: and because uh, you can't cook them. And so uh, that, that's been dropped from the narrative, and they got the narrative down, and then now we just hopefully it just goes under the rug, and then we forget about the whole thing. Uh, except for our show, of course, but, uh, you know, we, we can say it all we want. They, they already know if anybody even listens to the show that's uh, that higher I, but up. Nobody cares.
0: Now, but you know what? The, the 400,000 people who listen to the show, they care, and they're saved. You are saved, my children. Put your hands on your iPod and feel how you're saved. Well, they're safe. Well, they're yeah, yeah they're kind of safe kinda because saved. now they have to argue at the cocktail
2: party. <laughs> yeah, that's right?
3: It's, it's, you got to be so X careful. You have to be
0: so careful. Please send people email someone a no agenda shot. no dot That really helps because uh, the guy who's running that he pulls out good quotes, uh good little snippets. And, you know, it's not all the crazy stuff or what would be deemed crazy. Obviously. Uh, it's really, it, th- that's a good way to start, but whatever you do, don't attack someone when you're like, oh yeah, that's not true, man, it was an EMP. Look, that is not a way to get laid. Okay? <laughs> it doesn't work. That's not going to get you laid. You're gonna, it's going to get you thrown in jail. <laughs> yeah, it will. Hey, uh, Adam and John, my name is Alex. I'm an eighth grader in Gitmo Nation, Great White North. We've got new English textbooks last year. It was full of environmental memes. This year, I haven't noticed any major global warming biodiversity memes in our books. With regards to genetically modified foods, this year my class had a project where we had to find three news articles to evaluate them. My group chose GM foods. I made sure to turn the project into an anti-GM food piece. Good way to get an F, by the way, Alex. Um, Anyways, I found out that Monsanto was one of the companies that made Agent Orange, the chemical that effed everyone up in Vietnam for the U.S. military. Kind of freaked me out. From what I've noticed, the Canadian school system isn't completely indoctrinated us. I got a good mark on the project, by the way. And most of my classmates see through the BS anyways. Thanks for the great work on the show. And I'm very happy to hear that uh, people are safe and sound and our uh, young human resources are charged up and awake. Now, unfortunately, uh, here in Gitmo Nation proper, I received, and these two pictures will be in the show notes, from one of our producers who went into the, uh, into the bookstore, is this, a, I'm sorry, it's, uh, no, it's the bookstore slash toy store, I'm not quite sure where it was, and there's a, uh, a rack of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different kits. Now, when I was a kid, we had, at Radio Shack, I had the 101 Projects in One, where you had all these components and you connected them with a red, bl- red wire or a blue wire or a yellow wire or a when, white when, wire.
2: When I was a kid, yeah. we actually had true,
0: honest-to-God Br- chemistry sets. Well, check, yeah. So here's, so it's very much like a chemistry set, John. I'm glad you bring that up. So here we have, uh, these are all experiment kits. We have the solar power, powerhouse We have the fuel cell X7. We have the hydropower, wind power kit, the earth lab, the genetics and DNA lab, and the global warming lab. It's the global warming experiment kit. Experiment with a model atmosphere. Earth's climate and climate change. And these are all made by Thames and Cosmos. And these people should be ashamed of themselves. And the, and the people who display this stuff blatantly, it's such propaganda, it just blows my mind when you see it. Oh, the propaganda. I have a clip.
2: The propaganda begins early. I want to play a, uh, a uh, clip, the uh, rags uh, dumbing down kids. This is for pre-kindergarteners. Uh, it's a show that's on called Rags. It's a bunch of giant dogs dog, uh, like, in it's just giant dogs is all they describe it. And they, they're teaching kids to make sure to use the right language, and if they have a problem with things, they can, you know, go out and play.
5: Problem. How big? Really, really big, and it's caused by something really, really small. If you've got a big problem, then let's have a big talk. My big problem is I'm tired of my fleets. Fleas? Trilby said fleas. Everybody scratch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's it. My big problem is my little fleas. Don't see that word. We'll call them my little friends. I don't understand it. My fleas... I mean, my little friends are so tiny. How can such a
5: tiny thing Cause such a huge itch I know what will take your mind off it Let's play Jobs 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 And jobs Let's vote for jobs (laughs) It's the
0: same one
2: Yeah it sounds like the same kids I found that disturbing Do tell I mean, they're telling kids that, like, you know, use the right language. Don't, you know, don't say anything. Fleas is not a good word. You want to use this other word. So everyone agrees to that. So they call them little Little friends, friends. which is nicer. Right. And then when it becomes a serious issue, just ignore it. Go out and play. (laughs) Shut up. Let's go play. (laughs) (laughs) This whole, this this show is is unbelievable.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I was was upset. No, no, I I hear you. I was upset by... um... So I read this on uh, was it CBS News. Talk about being a slave. Uh, and by the way, the uh, science is in on this. Science! Science! A wandering mind makes you sad. <laughs> a new study, it's always a new study, suggests a wandering mind is, is, uh, makes you sad. Unlike animals' minds, the human brain seems hardwired to wander, according to the study. I need to look up the study from ScienceMag.org. Found that people spend 47% of their waking hours thinking about something other than what they're doing. Yeah, like porn. As far as our emotional state is concerned, that's not a good thing. You need to be focused on what you're doing, slave. A human mind is a wandering mind, and the wandering mind is an unhappy mind. Concluded Matthew A. Killingsworth and Daniel T. Gilbert, authors of the study published in the November twelfth issue of Science. Hold on, Science. Do we have some Science?
1: The science is in.
0: The ability needs work. The ability to think about what is not happening is a cognitive achievement that comes at an emotional cost. And this is uh, Killingsworth is a doctoral student in psychology at Harvard. And Gilbert is the psychology professor there. Just what sort of places does the mind wander, John? Well I'm glad you asked. Reminiscing uh, uh. and rueing past events, looking forward to or fearing things that might happen in the future. This is amazing to me. <laughs> it's like don't think about don't think of fond memories and don't be don't be afraid. Don't be worried about what's happening in the future. Don't be worried about it. Just get to work and concentrate on the job at hand. Just tighten that bolt, will you? Shut up, slave. That's all you need to do. Outrageous. You'll be happier just tightening the bolt. (laughs) Just just tighten the bolt. Oh, maybe you need some soma. Here, this will help you. Great bit of science there. Totally loved it.
2: Well, I'm sure everyone's in on that one. I got a uh, some real news if
0: you if you get bored. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm never bored. I'm wandering. And now back to real news. I'm sorry, John. I was I was, ruing on wandering. the past. I was wandering in the past. <laughs> What's so? There's news? a bunch. Of, there's a couple. Of the Asian Games
2: are going on in uh, Asia, in China, and of course the Chinese are winning everything. And uh, but there's a bunch of interesting things, including some sports I've never heard of. Mm -hmm. that are huge in china hey and let's play the one the top one asian games is a thing called sport dancing that that's got to hit it here eventually or in the
5: olympics silver third place went to hong kong Sport dancers Liang Yujie and Shun Hong set a milestone for China. They won gold in the tango competition on Saturday. This was China's 1,000th gold medal since the country debuted at the Asian Games in 1974. The pair also took the standard walls title at Guangzhou. What is this? Taltano's men's football team is making a it's nice a good comeback. Stop it. Hey,
0: you know what? Finally, an Olympic sport I can participate in. Huh? They said, well, who won the <laughs> Boogaloo? That's what I like to know. <laughs> this is great. Who who thought that Bristol Palin could be a, an athlete at the Asian Games? This is fantastic. I love well, it. they have ice
2: dancing, I mean, they <laughs> have sport, but they call it sport dancing. Have you ever? Can you dance?
0: Have you ever done? Uh... I can dance.
2: Yeah, well, it's tiring. I kid, by the way, I want to mention this. I don't dance much, but when I was a kid, when I was in the, like the, in really? the olden days, really? you when, when they, schools actually taught people stuff, one of the things you learned in the second, third, and fourth grade, they made, you, they made you learn how to do different dances. You had to know how to do the tango and the mambo and the rumba and, and, and square dancing and everything in between. It was well, just part of the program. Do you
0: remember when I was a kid, John? Oh, we shouldn't be ruining on the past because it'll make us unhappy. I'm already sad. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> but I will say, we used to have typing class. Yeah, we typing did too. class. Yeah, and, and, you know, and then you could become uh, a Kelly girl. Well, that's true. But the
2: point is, is if it was practical. But there's a lot of stuff they don't even bother with. They just put the kids in the room, the yak about, you know, Obamacare and how great it is, and a bunch of political crap. I mean, my kids, when they were going to these local schools, were being told that Christopher Columbus is only over here to do slave trading. That's right. Good guy. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you get in Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so why, why you the-
0: homeschooled them. Thank goodness.
2: There's a, another couple of interesting clips from the same... Uh, the same
0: uh Asian Games? Asian games. Play wushu action. That sounds hot, actually. I I think I'm going to get me some wushu action right after the show.
5: The stands of the wushu venue, packed with Chinese, excited to see the finest practitioners of the art in action. (laughs) <laughs> wushu originated
6: in China, and I like it very much. I think no other country can exceed China in terms
1: of wushu. Well,
0: seeing as we don't know
1: what the
5: okay. F
2: it
0: is, how,
5: how okay, can
2: I
0: you going to beat me at wushu. Wushu <laughs> is
2: a sport, apparently a famous Chinese sport, uh-huh. that is essentially uh, a combination of of karate exercises combined with that floor dance they do in gymnastics where they tumble tumbling you know the tumbling yeah yeah like that's what we it's,
0: call horsing around
2: it's so they're <laughs> jumping around and they're they and but the weirdest thing about wushu which makes it kind of funny to watch is that they're, they're 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 doing the karate moves and then they're tumbling and kicking while they're tumbling and then they scream <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like a Bruce Lee movie really yeah, it's cool. the funniest sport to watch. I mean, there's another little clip here about it. I think uh, the Wushu clip. Yo, uh, Wushu
0: action. Cool. STF is Wushu. I bet you Equinox Gym teaches this. Could be. <laughs> That's typically something that those rich Hollywood women would love. Let's check out. Let's check out some. Hey, baby, I'm gonna get me some wushu action.
5: Now, moving on to uh, wushu action at the Asian Games. That uh, there's the first day of competition in Guangzhou is in the books. It's a chance for the continent to profile many of its unique sports that a lot of Western audiences don't get a chance to look at. The Chinese art of wushu is one of the most famous Asian uh, sports at the games. As Jonas Gilbart finds out, the rest of Asia has a lot of catching up to do. Okay, you can stop it. it comes to the tw-
0: why, I so d- I, I didn't so, hear any wushu action.
2: So anyway, so these guys are jumping around and screaming, and, which is the sport. But the funny thing, just I'm just putting this out there for people who care about any of this crap, uh, which is. So I'm watching another show. I'm going through the channels, and by the way, the National Geographic Channel has become the the spokesperson. Ministry for of the,
0: Truth. Completely. When did that happen? Oh, uh, it happened a while ago when they had that that big three hour documentary slash type drama um that was about uh you know it was the um the diary it's 2017 and the earth has melted down that's really when it when i noticed that they had completely on board and and then they wind up this documentary What the hell was the name of that thing someone in the chat room will know uh they have you know all these all of the carbon credit shills in there. Everyone oh, okay. was, okay. Oh, everyone was in there, including. Gore, well, they've been taken over somehow.
2: I don't yeah. know who. Maybe yeah. Discovery owns them. I think they're part of it. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm watching this, and it, it Brazil. If anyone follows martial arts, has a version of karate that they've developed. Uh, it was it's been developed for years, and it's a uh, and they sh- and they apparently like to do this dance exercise, which is exactly wushu. But I don't think they know it, and they're not competing on the wushu uh, level. They're not competing with the Chinese. But I was watching this, and it's the same thing, by the way. This includes jumping way up in the air, flipping over, and then landing in the splits, and then doing a karate move <laughs> and screaming. Oh, really. Yeah, well,
0: the screaming is when you land in a split. <laughs> yeah, wushu! Well, that's the reason. <laughs> wushu, probably, <laughs> wushu probably means, fuck, my balls hurt in Chinese or something. So uh, <laughs> the,
2: So the Brazilians should get their act together and go compete with these... Uh, uh,
3: uh, un- uh, 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 Okay,
2: now, <laughs> all right, enough of that. The, my final thing for the, for the, uh, for the, uh, this real news segment. Yes. Is I, I, we haven't done this for a while, and I think maybe our donations are down because, because I of haven't it.
0: done this. Wait, Hawaii Five O clip?
2: Yeah. Just a little <laughs> bad acting.
0: Natalie. What are
3: you doing?
0: She's one of them, Dad. No, 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 oh, no! that can't shut be. Oh, that sounds like my episode of Swamp Thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, exactly. no, she, no! She's not. She's one of
6: them. You see, your father has not been very cooperative, but now,
2: when you're here, maybe you can talk some sense into him. Tell him to do what? You do. All right, all right, all right, all right. You win. I'll do what you want. Just please don't hurt my son. Dad! Oh, Dad leave you alone. Shut up
0: yeah that's awesome (laughs) it's like what
2: can you guys maybe try to do a storyline here or something that's got some some something besides a bunch of
0: guys going yes no and dad along those lines um a survey study shows something just came out science is in there's a breakdown of, uh, and by the way, I, I, I have to keep explaining to our foreign listeners, the United States of Gitmo Nation does not exist of people who are only red or blue, or Republican or Democrat, them, they, and us, and, and you, and we. But they broke it down, popular Republican shows versus popular Democrat shows.
2: Yeah, this is part of that narrative John
0: Stewart was talking about we mentioned earlier in the show. And uh, so, and I don't believe this for a second. By the way, beca- so uh, Glenn Beck is the number one most popular Republican show. I don't think so. I don't think he get. I mean, his ratings are good. Well, no, his ratings are outstanding. But how many people total
2: are actually watching him? Is a, a certain kind of Republican and Libertarians, right? And some
0: Democrats is bullcrap, right? So, um, but it says the, the poll was released. It examines television viewing habits broken down by political affiliation. So this must be only registered voters. Uh, Number one uh, for Democrat shows, too bad it got canceled. Countdown with Keith Olbermann. (laughs) That's the number one Democrat show. It it didn't get canceled. No, he got canceled temporarily. No, he's back. I know, just temporarily. Uh, But but interesting, uh, for Republican shows... Uh, NCIS at number 11 doesn't show up at all on uh, the Democrats. The Democrats actually watched Law Law and Order Special Victims Unit, also at number 11, To I thought was kind of interesting. Um, Mad Men... Uh, number two for Democrats, the Amazing Race. Number two. What is the Amazing Race? What is it's that?
2: It's a it's a it's a reality TV show where these people have to go from place to place to place, and they're timed. It's usually they're going all over the world, and then when they get to their spot, where they finally, it's oh, like a yeah, car rally. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen it. It's okay, like a car rally only just <clears throat> but, the, but,
0: the, but the real problem, uh, if we were to take this to heart, and if we actually believed in it, which of course we don't. Um, the real problem is uh, at number four for popular Democrat shows. Courtney and Chloe take Miami. Now, let what? me say yes, the Kardashians. So let me just say that uh, the Kardashians are ruining our country. <laughs> <laughs> they are totally. You wouldn't ru- be the only one thinking that, by the way. No, they are ruining our country. Now, the the sad thing is after I finally watch an episode. After you said, oh, uh, my hairdresser, hairdresser, my hairdresser, <laughs> my barber, uh, and you and many other people said, you've got to watch Rubicon. This is a great show. Cancelled. Oh, yeah. Cancelled.
2: Well, that was a foregone conclusion after the show began. It was too uh... too close to to home. Too close to home. <laughs> like, it was. You really got. I, I. I have. If you want to ever watch, it, I'm, I'm sure it'll be out on DVD, and people can watch it then without the interruptions. But I thought it was bringing up too much inside stuff that was not yeah. healthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was not according to the Ministry of Truth guidelines. It was not. Not very smart. Yeah. Um. Interesting article in the Mail Online, which uh, I think kind of corroborates our theory that uh, WikiLeaks. Is pretty much uh, a mouthpiece and connected to the CIA. Uh, billionaire newspaper magnate Alexander Lebedev could be uh, could have been targeted in a raid by Secret Service agents. This is from the Gitmo Nation East, as a warning against cooperating with WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to expose Russian corruption. So I think what uh, what the CIA are doing now is setting up WikiLeaks to expose them as a as a russian uh, infiltrated kgb outfit. I think that's what uh what this is about. Oh, gets- so
2: you think they're doing a little reverse psychology with this uh yes. this bust? Yeah. Yeah. Or- Makes sense. It could be. No, a lot of the time. I want to mention the people that listen to the show a lot. You know, we when we look at disinformation campaigns, typically they're being done by professionals that are actually many times smarter than we are, yeah, and and that's not it's hard. Not, <laughs> it's not beyond the realm of possibility that we can be fooled, even though I think we're pretty good at avoiding it. But at least we notice it—that
0: possibility, like I'm doing right now. Well, here's one that I, I found amazing. Do you know which company? Which Huge publishing empire is in bankruptcy? Well, who? The publisher of National Enquirer. They're in bankruptcy? How can that be? They're in bankruptcy. Uh, So they publish uh, the National Enquirer and star a billion dollars in debt. Wow. A billion dollars in debt. So I think they, uh, they must have messed something up. They didn't, they either, they outed the wrong person or, or they weren't playing along because this is, I mean, come on, this is so well known that, uh, that the CIA and the National Enquirer are connected. I mean, this is, this is not something we're just making up. John and Adam here, you know, (laughs) rueing on the past. Uh, they do continue to publish by the way. Uh, this is American media. They also, uh, publish shape and a couple other magazines. Uh, and they're trying to restructure their debt but they're filing uh, i think they've already filed this is an older uh, this is november 1st so i think by now they've filed uh, chapter 11 bankruptcy pretty amazing huh. right yeah it's, it's odd well i and it, you know i also will say that there's uh, when it comes to smut and uh, and gossip uh, you know the but uh, well, not smut but actually insider dope <laughs> well yeah they got they got some smut you know uh, you know what maybe uh, didn't they do the whole Obama gay thing didn't they do that it may have been in there there was another um, it was a funny that would do it that would finish him off yeah it was a funny article uh, about uh, our president and it's in CNN it's uh, titled no need for iPad Obama Obama has human apps (laughs) like it's the new version of human resources it's the human app (laughs) <laughs> and uh because he was in uh in Korea and uh let's see uh the Thai prime minister Abhisit Vejjajiva he was at a little uh little talk there and uh, a reporter overheard Obama saying so uh Abhisit do you like your iPad the Thai leader nodded and asked Obama if he had one his response Well, these days, I mostly have someone carrying my books, so that's my iPad, Obama said, referring to personal aide Reggie Love. And this is the guy that uh, people say is his gay lover.
2: Reggie Reggie Love? Yeah, Reggie Love. Huh. Yeah, I think we talked about it on the show. You know who... uh, I don't remember the name. I mean, I would have remembered the name
0: Reggie Love. No, we did, because... um, it was like some big Chicago connection we were talking about and uh Reggie Love came up. And you know who uh <laughs> you can only guess who's been talking be about aware
1: this. of the sealed records of It's our Mac Daddy. Everything from the our, Just Boy. to
0: lighten the show up, I think we should play
1: some Reverend Manning who
0: uh barred by
1: the Illinois bar.
0: <laughs> Listen to this.
1: His birth certificate of course in uh, allegedly in a vault in Honolulu. A ton of other records from uh, Columbia College, Occidental College, and even... This is really funny. That he was alleged to have... been. I,
0: in fact, the Reverend Manning agrees with one of your assertions, John, which I think you will enjoy uh, immensely.
1: And the president of the Harvard Law Review, yet any articles that he would have had to write in order to attain that position have all been sealed. So we don't know an awful lot about the man, but let me tell you what we do know. We do know this, that he is a chain smoker, that he constantly (laughs) smokes cigarettes, and that he has not been able to kick that habit. Uh, During the campaign, the primary and the general election, uh, he tried to hide it, but recognized that it just could not be done, being a chain smoker.
0: This is actually, uh, I'm I'm almost thinking an end of show clip, but because it's the whole thing is so funny. Why do you save it for the end of the show? We can do that. You're right. I'm gonna, I, 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 yeah, I'm going to save this for the end of the show. But anyway, he gets into the whole Reggie Love thing, and he does it in a way that is so, I have to say, logical. <laughs> and he it, it's, just, it's hilarious. So that'll be end I'm of surprised. show clip. Yeah. So what is it that he agrees with that I've said? Oh, that um, it's amazing that not a single woman... Has, oh, ever, yeah. has ever come forward and said, "Yeah, I tapped that ass." Not, and not a single one." And, yeah, and he's right. I mean, Obama's a stunningly beautiful man. And by the way, there's a book deal in it. <laughs> for who? Oh yeah, for anyone yeah, yeah, for anyone who did it. That's right. Come on out. I mean, yeah, there's a book deal in it. Yeah, a huge book deal. And I tapped that ass I'm going to write this book. Uh, yeah, I tapped that ass. That's a great book. And I think I shall do that. Yeah, I tap that ass. I'm liking it. So, um, okay. Anyway,
2: yeah, you said it enough. Can I say I tap that
0: ass one more time?
2: I think you've said it 20 times already. I don't know why. Because I like why saying tap that ass. Apparently, yes. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about? I got a couple of little off-the-wall clips.
0: Uh, let me just scan real quick. Uh, do we need to talk about the, the, pedophile, the pedophile manual for sale on Amazon? Yeah, you mm. know, that's a
2: nothing-to-see-here moment as I far agree. as I'm concerned. I agree. I agree. It's embarrassing to Amazon, and they didn't handle it poorly. And Why did it show up? I mean, who's this guy?
0: The whole thing seems like a planted story. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, links for Trains Good, Planes Bad, but I don't think it's worth... Uh... Oh, there is one... Fu- you know what? It is worth... Uh... <laughs> yeah, this uh... this actually is kind of worth playing the jingle. Uh, hold on a second, and I will bring this story up for you. <laughs> what did you just do? All aboard Trains Good, Planes Bad. woo so, uh So, the French have to, you know, everyone's got to get in on the action on the, on all this money that's being spent on high-speed rail. Right. And, uh, the French, of course, have Tejava, John. You know, Tejava. This yeah, is uh, it, it, how, it, how, how Chris Matthews, uh, pronounces it. It's a <laughs> They have Tejava. They're really smart. They have Tejava. But, of course, uh, you ain't gonna get no contract because, you know, the, the French, you know, it's like, uh, The French Rail Network... They're not on board with something. Well, they deported 76,000 Jews during the Second World War, so the uh, French have finally come out and said, hey, we're sorry about that. Now can we have a contract? Yeah, since you're doing a deal with the Germans who we exported them to? Yeah, he says uh, this is the uh, president of SNCF, which, of course, is an uh, acronym for something... The French National Railway, actually. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Sans nom, sans France. <laughs> National Conference. Uh, expressed its profound sorrow and regret for the consequences of its actions of transporting people to their deaths. And uh, can we have the contract now? <laughs> hey, can we uh, can we have that contract? I just thought that was uh, hilarious. The, the, you know, whew
2: they would do the better job if this was actually about passenger transportation
0: yes well it will be about that kind of passenger transportation they absolutely will be transporting us to the camps and there's no doubt right. no doubt in my mind about that but in in, in, in general it'll be about uh, transporting goods and and stuff from china right to your stuff door. from china yeah uh so i think let me just uh, i would love to wind up with a couple of your clips uh let's see uh it looks like z got a 300 million dollar contract in kyrgyzstan which is known as gitmo nation kyrgyzstan because we have no idea what they do there uh gitmo nation lowlands apparently uh, the most uh interested in their in their human resources of all nations uh globally for a tiny country of uh only uh well they have now actually they're, they're moving up there they got like 17 million people in a country the size of uh, rhode island uh, but apparently they do like three million phone taps a year what's going on there like al-qaeda's probably had al-qaeda of the of the lowland peninsula three million phone taps a year wow gitmo nation kiwi little notice bill a threat to freedoms a big shout out to our uh, 4.2 million new zealanders as they stand to lose some hard-won freedoms under a bill moving largely under the radar through Parliament, the Search and Surveillance Bill will remove an important civil liberty and expand state liberties for authorities ranging from the police to the Department of Internal Affairs. See, this stuff is always great when you have an earthquake, and they've had 80 earthquakes. You know, when people are all like shaking I think around. They had one this morning, to yeah, be honest yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they're just shaking around. It's like you can just ooh, let's just rush this thing in. Uh, the right to remain silent will fall to a new coercive power the examination order forcing people alleged to have alleged to have knowledge of fraud or organized crime you must talk to police another innovation the production order allows police to demand that innocent individuals or organizations hand over materials that might or might not relate to an offense carrying penalties of five or seven years minimum jail failure to failure not- Sorry? Let's go fishing. Yeah, exactly. Failure to comply would automatically attract... A, attract. This is well written. Attract a penalty of up to $40,000 or imprisonment. And the bill gives authorities an invitation to force the news media to reveal confidential sources... <laughs> threatening the public what is going on down there why do they need this kind of this this kind of fascism it's four million people and 20 million sheep i mean i love our our gitmo nation kiwi producers but you guys need to riot over this man this is outrageous the news media has to reveal confidential sources threatening the public airing of some of the country's most important and uncomfortable news stories Now, of course, the uh, Law, Society, and Human Rights and Civil Liberties advocates are uh, up in arms about it. But it's already been revised after two rounds of select committee consultation. Yet, uh, its shifts of rights from the citizen to investigation authorities remains. Uh, Gitmo Nation Kiwi people. Start sending some stories about this because uh, I'm uh, annoyed, obviously, but flabbergasted that this is taking place in such a a nice, fun, loving, small... It's a community. Yeah, it's not like, much of one apparently. one nation, Kiwi, is like a city to They've us. They've been taken over
2: by these whoever's behind this.
0: It's, uh, wow. it's a takeover. This is a coup. It really is. It's a coup d'état. It really, really is. Um. Give a clip. Do you want to do your uh, your George Bush clip about his? Mom? Well, the George
2: Bush clip's kind of interesting because this was actually introduced on the Rachel Maddow show, where she says Bush was dece- deceitful and he was lying and he was mean and all this, you know. And I'm listening to the clip. This is a uh, the he's Today Show. He's a meanie. With, he's a meanie. He's a mean uh, prick. And so uh, <laughs> he was a douchebag, no doubt. Well, that's true. But so he, they put it, they put the clip on, and I'm thinking the guy is a laugh riot. He's, he's actually quite funny in this clip. And what is she? I don't know, understand where she's coming from. I, this woman needs to go get some therapy. But this is Bush. Bush is on a book tour in this country he's, <coughs> because it's a $7 million, million dollar advance he got. He ha, he, part of the deal is you sign off you get an advance like that. They can run you ragged yeah. from show to show to show to show. So he's just pushing <coughs> his book. And he will disappear from the public view as soon as his book tour is over, which will probably be in about a month after he does all the local radio shows.
0: I think he only had to do like fourteen days and he can do all phoners on the radio shows. He probably will do phoners mostly, but he's but he's been doing he was Don O'Reilly. He was on <laughs> Hey John and Adam. <laughs> I listened to that <laughs> no agenda show. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's that's your imitation of John Stewart doing Bush. You wanted uh, to be a uniter. Along came 9-11, and you did something that a lot of people thought was a real effort to unite. You, you reached out to the Muslim world, right? and you visited a mosque, and you said the following, quote, the face of terror is not the true face of Islam. And you said, quote, in our anger and emotion, our fellow Americans must treat each other with respect. You know there is a major controversy brewing here in New York City downtown, where there's a proposed... Islamic community center cited for just two blocks from ground zero. If I look at your words there, it makes it seem to me as if you're saying that the rights of Muslims should not be denied for the sake of the sorrow of others. Is that mm-hmm.
6: fair? Uh, if I listen to what you're trying to rope me into, you're trying to get <laughs> me to talk about this mosque issue.
0: <laughs> Which is fair. Again. I why I know Again. I tried the other day yeah. too, didn't I? I, I because why why be wouldn't a, you there, speak out? There, because you there's a lot, of, a lot of
6: rhetoric. There's a lot of events and a lot of uh, opportunities for me to speak out uh, over the next years, and I have chosen not to. And the reason I've chosen not to is I don't want to intrude upon my successor's ability to get the job done. N- inevitably, if you were able to get me to answer this question, they will then compare that answer to what President Obama or other uh, presidents might say on the issue. And well, then d- without
2: saying whether they should build the community no, center no, no, or not, are you disappointed by the increase in anti-Muslim rhetoric in this country that we've seen I, I I think think most
6: Americans uh, welcome freedom of religion and honor religions. I truly do. Uh, and the problem with uh, the arena today is a few loud voices can dominate the discussion. And I don't intend to be one of the voices in the discussion.
0: Right. You know where Matt Lauer started? No. VH1.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's a, he was a VJ like yeah. you? Yeah. VH- you know, he makes about $10 million a year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, but he's lost all his hair.
2: So, you know, just like you, ah. you get some, you lose some. You, yeah, you know what? You got, you got a choice? Yeah, I'll I'll keep the hair. I mean, he's basically not doing anything with all that money. He just sits, works all day. Works, You know, he gets up at 4 in the morning so he can get oh, to yeah. the studio. No,
0: power to him. But I remember Matt Lauer. He started at VH1 along with, uh, oh, it was that Tim the Birdman? <laughs> That was a funny guy, some DJ. Hey everybody, good morning, welcome to VH1. It's Tip the Birdman. Hey Birdman, how you doing? And uh, Matt so, La- Matt Lauer's on VH1. He wasn't on VH1 very long, and then he, so and then he got uh, some gig over at uh, NBC. But he was doing like color commentary, and now he's like a journalist.
2: Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, his interviewing skills are, are fair. They're not great because, in fact, he should have been. He, he'd been working on the. He had Bush on an hour special. Well, he's the hard hitter but, now, right?
0: Because he asked the tough questions.
2: Yeah, but they're not tough enough, and he's not good enough to get Bush to trick Bush into actually giving the answer that he was looking for, which is no. some
0: answer about no. the Bush about is no the, dummy, the victory mosque. And Bush is no dummy, but now, no. Bush but Bush I have th- to, I have to read this book because I'm reading about how uh, his mom Barbara Bush. Mis, had a miscar- this is horrible had a miscarriage put the fetus in a mason jar and showed it to him yeah that's what i heard that's just that's weird weird
2: it's like not okay <laughs> no i don't think so no that book probably should be read and it would fit in nicely with the uh with the uh what was the what's the other bush book family that we read? secrets family, family secrets. secrets about the uh some of the yeah stuff. I'm, i
0: think i'm gonna which I think has I'm been
2: suppressed by the way that book oh, make yeah, sure you it,
0: it, listeners to our show li- go read that book yeah no agenda book club please uh, take note uh although they already know that and uh I wonder if in the book he talks about his grandfather, George Prescott Bush, who financed the Nazis. That would be cool if he said, hey, you know, my my grandpa he helped to exterminate him. That's good, huh? It's good. George Prescott Bush financed yeah, the Nazis. Well known. A, that's a fact. Well, he, he was one of the financiers. He's not the only one. No, of, co- no, he was, of course he wasn't the only one. But no, no there's a lot of
2: pro-fascist. Uh, Uh, People, Many of them, again, you know, like I said, it was an intellectual movement when it began. And it had a lot of intellectuals, a lot of smart money. uh, And, you know, that's what you see. You got what you wanted, which is what Michael Moore wants, which is a dictatorship that just runs rampant over you. Because once you set it up, you're
0: screwed. You can't get rid of it. I have one important clip that I I neglected to play, which is very, very important. And I'm sorry. uh, This goes back to uh, the indoctrination of our children. Very important move uh, this past Monday. As the chancellor of the chancellor of the New York City schools, Joel Klein, resigned. Okay, now this is the guy who's in charge of the schools, in charge of the Ministry of Truth that is teaching your children in New York City. And uh, Mayor Bloomberg brought in a new shill. Do you know who he brought in? You've met her. Yeah, this is a good one. You've met her. No. I thought you met her. I thought you had hey. met her once. Well, what's her name? Catherine Black. Oh, Catherine Black from the Hearst Corporation. Yes. Publisher of USA Today, chairwoman of Hearst Magazine. So, first of all, Joel, this is amazing, okay? you right. really—you got to think, now these people determine, or at least they approve, but let's just say they determine the curriculum for your children, what they are going to be l- taught and what they are learning in school. So Joel, yeah, she Cl- was the. Go ahead. She was the head. She was the head of all
2: Hearst magazines, which is you know good, good, oh, good. House glamour, being, uh, you name. Yeah, a million them. of them.
0: Yeah, and uh, but Joel Klein has accepted a position at News Corp. So it's like a revolving door, and and your kids are just getting the. It's the it's the Ministry of Propaganda. I do have a uh, small you know, piece. Of,
2: yeah, you know it's that Michael Savage that brought this up years ago with this. The, the, he said the military-industrial complex holds a back seat to the the publishing me, uh, government complex or the media government government media complex. The mainstream media
0: complex. Yeah, yeah this is
2: bullcrap. This is the reason, by the way, for people out there still listening to the show, since we're running we're a little long. late here. Yeah. Uh, it's dvorak slash na keep us making doing this broadcast because we have nothing but good information here. Hey, for and,
0: you. and I just want to say. Thank you so much for your uh, support of the show. I have uh, taken a leap of faith. I have hired an intern, a paid intern. So I'm, I'm actually going to pay him some money. Kevin the Blade, the Canuck, from Canada. He's moving down from Toronto. He's going to live with his girlfriend uh, at uh, USC. I think she's going to film school. He's going to live in the, in, uh, with her and work here so, that I can, so I can free up some time to spend more time on the show so that your support is incredibly welcome. Now, I'm taking a leap of faith because, you know, it's basically money that I would use to pay bills so we can do more and do better on the show. Just create another bill. Yeah. Um, Anyway, let's listen to this uh, quick clip. And then we'll uh, wrap it all up.
8: Interesting case of musical
0: chairs being played out in New York City today. The city's school's chief, Joel Klein, is stepping down to go to work for the world's biggest media company, Rupert Murdoch's News Corporation, of course. Of course. Klein is going to be replaced by a media type, Kathleen Black, the head of Hearst Magazines and the former publisher of. Interesting, it says Kathleen. I think it's Katherine, isn't it? Uh, everyone calls her Kathy Black, I think. I thought it was Katherine. Okay, Kathy. Kathleen, I don't know. maybe. Why can't say it today? Mm-hmm. Marketplace's Sarah Gardner has more.
5: News Corp declined to give details of Joel Klein's new job description, only that he'd be helping the media giant develop business strategies for the emerging educational market. Oh, isn't that
0: convenient? So he leaves as school
5: <laughs> chancellor, and he'll and it's kind of secret,
0: but he'll be developing. Um, let me see, uh, books for children. <laughs> yeah, this is like Chertoff developing, helping develop yes, this scanner. You. This is thank this is
2: corruption you. at its core.
5: Place. So what? A new change? murdoch charter schools a person close to the company says no murdoch is not interested in managing school systems but providing seed money for small startups and media analyst claire enders speculates that may include online education products for the ipad and oh, other yeah. internet tablets
4: textbooks learning tools testing tools exam tools Probably the single biggest growth area in, in education is completely digital.
0: So Biggest gross area. Did she not say gross area as in gross she profits? Growth? She said growth. Oh, growth. Well, same thing. Growth. Commercial making money off of indoctrinating your kids with the right message.
5: Well, if a school leader like Joel Klein can help a media titan like Murdoch make money off education, what can a media exec like Kathleen Black bring to the New York schools?
0: Well, nothing good.
5: Media analyst Gary Arlen believes it's more than just budgeting skills and fundraising connections.
4: The public sector is recognizing the value of media as part of the culture and the way people learn, and bringing in people who understand how to communicate, especially to young students, is, I think, a very, very forward-looking idea.
5: New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg thinks so. He said Black's business savvy makes her the perfect schools leader. The mayor may need to persuade a few folks of that notion. The New York Daily News today described Black as a Park Avenue exec who sent her kids to a fancy boarding school.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know. You know it. It's, It's just outrageous. (laughs) That, that <laughs> it is outrageous. That really really angers yeah, she me. She probably doesn't even know what a public school looks like. And no one and no one sees this. You know, and
2: you know what's going to happen next? You, you, we couldn't get somebody who actually had qualifications?
0: Yeah, you know what's going to happen next? The kids are going to be uh, forced to listen to uh, NPR in school. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you watch American oh, yeah, no, public no doubt media, about that. The, the you know, big taken commercials from Monsanto good. It just just blows me away. And then Let's was do like, another hour. <laughs> another hour? Yeah, we could, easily. You want to do one more clip, and then we'll leave, and we'll do our interview. No, I'm going to save these clips for the next show.
2: Okay. And the only one I had a carryover, which is the Bush clip, which I thought was amusing. And uh, we got, it, got some stuff on the Doomsday Plane, the, EB, the E-4B, uh, which I thought was interesting, again, on the National Geographic show, so it was official. It was approved by the government. The, do- the and- Doomsday Plane? Yeah, the Doomsday Plane. And we'll talk about that on uh, Thursday. Ooh, that sounds nice. Well, I think... Oh, by the way, yes. we're talking about the Doomsday Plane. Yeah. I was, we we're talking about EMF and some of these things that can go on. Uh, I think people... We must have some listeners out there that are woodworkers or people like that. You know, to create a little... Probably be bigger than little, but a little box, which is actually a Faraday cage. You know, like it would be wooden with a, with a, with a liner, like a copper uh, liner. That would be like a Faraday cage, and then uh, maybe with some some access holes. So you'd put your phone in there and close it up, and you could maybe
0: put the charger cord in there somehow. Well, this put is this I've I've got the answer. This is what the uh, freehollowbooks.com guy should be doing. That would work it would be perfect you
2: need a faraday cage and so yep. when you're when the if an EMF pulse bangs into your house and shakes you for 15 minutes I didn't know they did that but could be could be yeah uh your 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 cell phone will still be working although the towers will probably all well, be down maybe we should know. just
0: maybe. get walkie-talkies and put them in there
2: well, well I'm getting my uh, technician license next Friday or at least I'm gonna no it. no you're not really are you yeah, then I'm going to I'm getting the general. First, I'm going to get the technicians. You're, that's you're a, actually following through on this. Yeah, and I got the I got it. I got the test aced. You rock, I've taken every man. Variation. Oh, every So i now. I'm try, just going to have. I'm going to try to pass the general test too, To try so and do two of them. But if I don't, I'll do the general in a couple of weeks after that.
0: Oh, you rock, dude. Now, now I'm going to have to do it too. I can't. I can't yeah. be lagging behind.
2: No, everyone should go out and get a technician license. If you know anything about computers, you already know half the answers.
0: Well, everybody, um, certainly a fun show. Uh, Remember, we have uh, the Mac Daddy, uh, Reverend Manning, coming up with a post-show clip. Uh, The Obama We Know is the title of the clip. Link in the show notes at NoAgendaShow.com. And coming to you from the brand new Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center Studios, uh, with special thanks to Miss Mickey for giving up her gym. I love you, baby. And I love you, John. Uh, I'm Adam Curry. And from the Buzzkill Bunker in northern
2: Silicon Valley, where everyone is rich except me. I'm John C. DeVore. We'll talk to you
0: again on Thursday for early morning service right here on No Agenda.
1: All of us are acutely aware of the sealed records of Obama, everything from his baptismal certificate, marriage license, why he was disbarred by the Illinois bar, his birth certificate, of course, in uh, allegedly in a vault in Honolulu, a ton of other records from uh, Columbia College, Occidental College, and even that he was alleged to have been the president of the Harvard Law Review, yet any articles that he would have had to write in order to attain that position have all been sealed. So we don't know an awful lot about the man, but let me tell you what we do know. We do know this, that he is a chain smoker, that he constantly smokes cigarettes, and that he has not been able to kick that habit. Uh during the campaign, the primary in the general election, uh he tried to hide it but recognized that it just could not be done being a chain smoker on long flights from one campaign stop to another. So he singled out Anderson Cooper of CNN after the election was taking place and the inauguration, recognizing now that he's gotta smoke in the White House. He cannot go outside on the White House grounds where people can visibly see him, or up on the roof and smoke, that he's actually got to smoke in the White House. Everybody now knows, since the Anderson Cooper interview, that he is a smoker. What they are not aware of is that a special room has been conducted, one of the bathrooms, have been now orchestrated or conducted to be a smoking room for the alleged President of the United States. That's number one. Number two, the uh, things that we know about Obama is this, is that we know that he is legally lawfully married to what, who was Michelle Robinson, I now refer to as Michelle, the fist bumper Obama. But what we don't know is any other woman on planet Earth that has had anything to do in a romantic, dating way with what is a six-foot-two, strapping, relatively handsome, well-spoken, very uh, aggressive and forward-thinking and intellectual black man. Yet there's only one woman on the planet entirely that we are aware of that has ever dated him. Only one woman. I had an interview with a radio station uh, host who was, happened to be female. And we were discussing the Columbia University missing years. And she said to me, listen. I don't care how many students were at Columbia University, If were I there and Obama walked past me, I would remember him as tall and handsome and well-spoken and, and strapping and striking as he is. Don't you American people find it strange that there's not another woman on this planet that knows what Obama's kiss is like? I mean, even growing up in high school? Or at Occidental College? or oh, his wandering years no other woman you mean obama was a virgin it appears from the record planetary wise that obama was a virgin when he met michelle oh i'm sorry i forgot there is there are men who have come forward One of them being Donald Young and the other being Larry Sinclair. Oh, now I get the picture. No women but two men that have come forward and have stated Obama's sexual dating practices and drug practices, by the way. Now, he admitted in his book, Dreams from My Father, that he was a drug user. Well, let me ask you a question. If he's unable and had to admit that he's unable to kick nicotine, is he still addicted to cocaine? I've got another question about the Obama that we know. Reggie Love, a handsome, well-spoken, polite black man who has been brought into the Obama administration and he accompanies Obama everywhere he goes. Everywhere. If Obama is going to Paris, Reggie Love goes. If Obama's going to China, Reggie Love goes. If Obama's going to the bathroom, Reggie Love goes. If Obama's going to the gym, only Obama, only Obama and Reggie Love go to the, bat, to the gym to work out, shoot some hoops, and then hit the shower. Only Obama and Reggie Love. He's a black man. You've seen him. You don't know that you've seen him, but you've seen him in the background with Obama everywhere he goes. So now what's going on with Reggie Love and Obama? And I'm I'm simply saying that it is unusual for a man to get to the place in life where Obama's at and only have experience with just one woman. So the matter of the birth certificate that is now being pressed and released, Obama has leaked the information. The Kenyan parliamentarian, the young man who's a member of the Kenyan parliament, who stated that Obama was born in Kenya, was simply a leaking of information. Obama wants you to know that. Obama has given the authority for that parliamentarian to make that statement because he recognizes that the CIA, Columbia Obama, sedition and treason trial were proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that Obama was indeed an ill an illegal alien and he's not a natural-born citizen and that he was born in Kenya. So he is leaking the information. Obama gambled, and so did many others in the Zignu Brzezinski trilateral, if you will grouping of, of mobsters that are respected in global politics and global banking. They gambled that if Obama could make it through the primary and the general and the election and the installation without the birth certificate hindering him, the only person, the only other people on the planet that can make the birth certificate issue a matter of concern for the American people would be the American media. And when they finally reeled in Fox News by investing heavily, literally billions of dollars into the Fox News operation, they reeled in Rupert Murdoch, they reeled in uh, Bill O'Reilly, and then in January of this year, they gave Glenn Beck, or yet last year, they gave Glenn Beck, a job with Fox News, and that was the end of story. So the gamble was, and the plan was, if you can shut down the media from talking about the birth certificate, and everybody knows that the media has been shut down, then the birth certificate issue was not going to go anywhere, and it was never going to haunt Obama, and he could never be uh, tried for treason and for sedition and fraud because he is not a natural-born citizen. They thought it was going away. But it didn't. What we are demonstrating, i come up close, America, I want you to listen to me. What we are demonstrating in the trial in the days leading up to the trial is that we now have the power to circumvent, to go around the dung head or the mainstream or the lame stream or the drive-by media. We have the power to go about around them because the birth certificate issue has not
5: died, but it has enlivened. You can take that to the bank.